Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I bet that definitely worked way more than this. And this reminded me of like, here is what the here is what the Joker from the video games might look in real life, where the mm. pr- the, the proportions are all weird, and I've, I feel like the jawline was super high, and he's gonna have like the super pointy what? chin and shit, and it just. It just didn't – the visuals didn't work, definitely didn't work. And then adding on to that, just the dialogue and everything there was just like, I, you don't need to sell me more on this, yeah. the future prospects of this franchise. I'm in. I love Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. As, like, I think this has been a great movie so far. I don't need hints of like a possible sure. team up. They should have sure. cut this out. They should have yeah. cut this yeah. out 100%. And, and if you're going to cut off the earlier part that Tim was mentioning, cut this out as well. Yeah, we don't need yeah. this. I also feel like we've had so much Joker. Like I, I had fun with the Riddler. I had fun with Penguin. Like maybe tease someone else. But also the, the Riddler. I love to see Bane done not terribly because yeah. I've gotten two movies with him and he's awful in both. Well, no, come on. But also the question is like whenever you you put the I mean the Riddler in this is very similar to the Joker from Dark Knight and so those, they're already getting those comparisons. So to throw a, a subpar Joker in already, you're like, oh god, why would you even why would you even try to draw this parallel? But well, I mean, and I'm right there with you. And on on top of that, I think the the biggest crime it commits is the Joker reveal in Batman Begins as a tease for the sequel is probably the greatest tease of all time. So like yeah, that yeah. movie. That speech that leads into it, like that Nick was talking about earlier, about, like, the escalation and then having the calling card be a Joker card. Like, that is so fucking – I just got chills even just saying it right now. That is so awesome. And compared to this, you're just like, oh, man, you're teasing Joker again. And, like, I feel like unanimously for our group at least, it was, oh, man. And that should not be the reaction. I mean, I think that goes along along with a lot of the hype moments of this, right? Well, again, this movie has a lot of great things going for it, and it sounds like I'm being super critical. I really enjoyed it. But I think everything this movie does, The Dark Knight did and did better. And that's unfortunate that, that again, if, if the Nolan trilogy had never existed, this would be the best Batman movie ever made. But the fact that we've got a lot of the same moments in this, the fact that, that there's just – the hype moments in this just, to me, don't, don't live up is, is, you know, it sucks. I mean, yeah, we talked about it earlier, but I think actually I might have had him out of order. But like uh, Batman and Zoe, or Batman and Catwoman, have that conversation where she's leaving maybe Bloodhaven, which one? Eh, Bloodhaven, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go to Metropolis, uh, and she's like, I want to go, Bounce, You want? You can come with me. And he's like, No, the city needs Batman. So he stays, and they try, they have a little thing where they race motorcycles for a while, like best friends riding bikes in school, and I like that a lot. I feel like and that they, was a little too like, long, though. Long, way yeah. too long. Again, so another thing that cut down. That could have been, been a long day. There it is. Yeah, 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 it, is. it reminded me, a lot of people out there are going to know exactly my reference here, but Final Fantasy VII Advent Children, the movie that came out in 2007, randomly ends with Cloud on a motorcycle driving for like 10 minutes of the credits, and you think it's going to go somewhere, and it never does. That's exactly what this feels like. I hate the way this movie ends. Like, I feel like there's so many great moments. I really love Gotham flooding. I love Batman dealing with it. I don't think it was entirely well handled uh, in terms of – the him fault like leading them out and then them being like oh yeah like Batman's helping them all I'm with Nick that it wasn't that great but the message of it the idea of it and where it leaves us I think is fucking ten out of ten awesome but then to get the Joker thing and then to get this awkward Batman Catwoman thing and like the way the final frame of this movie is truly bizarre. What's the final frame I don't remember? Him on the bike, just right? them him on the bike, just oh, like okay, riding okay. off, like, like a low shot of him looking cooler. Around. Yeah. I mean, uh, contrast I that to the end of The Dark Knight, which is the coolest fucking ending of any movie ever. The end, end of any of the Nolan movies. Yeah. 
Minutes credits, and before we had started our screener, uh, the per- people from WB or whatever screener company were like, there is something at the end. I was like, oh, fuck. I'm, I'm, yeah, thank you for telling me, and I'm excited to see it. And we got there, and I've never been more disappointed. <laughs> like, oh, We were going to wait regardless, but I felt like it was going to be more substantial. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there you go. I, I like how one of the gentlemen has been like, hey, it's, you're going to get a link to the website. Like, yeah. All right, cool. Thanks. It's <laughs> thanks not worth the I gotta pee really badly. Now it's time for Ragu Bagu. Do 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 Ragu. Do 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 Bagu. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast within a podcast. It's in every in review you know and love, Ragu Bagu, where we rank the rogues gallery of the Batman universes we're talking about. Right now, we are going to be figuring out where we put the Riddler. Uh, right now, the list looks like this. Number one, Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight's villains, Joker and Two-Face. Number two, Joker from Joker. Number three, 89 Batman's Joker. Number four, Roz and Scarecrow from Batman Begins. Uh, number five, uh, Bane from Rises. Uh, number six, Phantasm. Uh, I'm sorry, in Mask of the Phantasm, Joker and the Phantasm. Uh, number seven, Batman Returns is Max Penguin and Catwoman. Number eight, Batman and Robin in Batman and Robin. Uh, number nine, Batman Forever, Riddler and Two-Face. Uh, number ten, the Joker and Lego Batman. And number eleven, 66 Catwoman, Riddler, Joker and Penguin. When, where do we think the Riddler from The Batman goes? I, I put uh, five or six for me. Yeah, I put him underneath Bane. Dan. I put him above Bane at five. I liked him a lot. I would put it at number two. But for I the like record, him I like him a lot too, but I like yeah. I like Dark Knight Joker and uh, 89 Batman more. I, I really dislike Joker Joker from the movie Joker. Um, that's why I would have put it above him. Do you understand that he he had a bad time? You know what I mean? Like he yeah, didn't understand. Okay, there was a garbage strike, though. Do you understand? I, there's a lot of I'd trash. Put him on, you know what I'd I mean? Put him underneath, <laughs> I'd put him right underneath Bane, only because Bane, as weird and sort of inaudible as he was, I was scared of Bane. When Bane gets Batman in, a, in, in, a, in the beginning oh, or midway through the movie and beats the shit out of him and smashes his fucking helmet and he's holding that, that piece of it, I'm like, yeah. oh, shit, I am terrified of him. And in this one, the Riddler, like, Paul Dano, no disrespect to him, he just never gets to a level that Heath Ledger got to where you're fucking terrified of what he's going to do next. It just felt like, yeah, he's a step ahead of Batman, but I don't know. It's Nothing's as scary to me as that scene where they're sitting in the mayor's office. He's like, things are looking pretty okay. And then the body fucking hits the window, and you're like, oh, no, this is Joker City. And I think Bane got closer to that than Riddler does. Yeah, but you got to remember that Bane comes with Talia, right? And I feel like she's talking about you know, a little bit. Yeah, but her death was so yeah, stupid. Yeah, right? so horrible. I, I would put this below Bane as well. I, 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 I really enjoyed his performance, and I do really enjoy the sort of always being two steps ahead, but I would have loved it more had he known that Bruce Wayne was Batman the whole time. Because as soon as we start getting the hints of, like, Sins of the Father, I was like, oh, yeah. he fucking knows. Mm-hmm. And the That's fact that he him. didn't know is like... Oh, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish he did. <laughs> I kind of want to tell him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, Tim, you said it was a – where? The more I think about it, I, I think that there's pros and cons to Bane and Riddler, but I'd probably put it at number five. I'd put it above Bane, but it's very, very, very close. Okay, so let's do a quick vote, sorry. We're just going to start with who thinks it's above Bane. Okay. And then does anybody think it's above Ross and Scarecrow? No. For the record, sorry, the hands that went up saying it's above Bane is me, Kevin, and, uh, and uh, Tim. So that means that, boom, Bane goes down to six, and the Riddler comes in at number five. Big bang, boom. The now, Riddler and the Mob Boys, you want to call it that? No. 
I don't want to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that's great. You've figured out Ragu Bagu, but now it's for time for Ragu Bat Guys. Andy, hit the song. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Ragu. Bat Guys. Welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast where we rank, where Rad Guys rank the Bat Guys. Who is the best Batman? Right now, the list is number one, Bale in the Dark Knight. Number two, Bale in Batman Begins. Number three, 89's Michael Keaton. Number four, Lego Batman. Number five, Phantasm's Kevin Conroy. Number six, The Bale in the Dark Knight Rises. Uh, number seven, Batman Returns, Keaton. Number eight, Batman Forever's Kilmer. Number nine, the 66, Adam West. Number mm-hmm. 10, George Clooney from uh, Batman and Robin. Number 11, Joker's Bruce Wayne child. Okay. <laughs> Where do you want to put Pattinson? Quick, quick question. Do, uh, do, are we also ranking the Bruce Wayne aspect of this character? That's Ragu. I think it's all-encompassing. I think it's the whole yeah. Batman. Because I feel Wayne. like Both sides. the the, yeah. the interpretation of Bruce Wayne is is very weak in this in this because he's such a a recluse that like we never see. Yeah, I'd, I'd start this at four. I would say he goes straight four. right below Michael Keaton only because I love to Kevin's okay. point. Right. I love Michael Keaton, Bruce yeah. Wayne. He's yeah. goofy and kind of silly, and I also yeah. love his. I love his voice in the Batman costume. I think Pattinson has a lot more to play with, obviously here because there's actually a story and an arc for Bruce Wayne, but. I don't know. I just didn't enjoy. I, I didn't enjoy him, him as much as I did Keaton. I'm with him, but he did a great job. He did a great job. I agree. He did a great job as well. I, yeah, I, I think that he. There's some pros uh, for sure of, that would go above Bale for me mm-hmm. um, when it comes to just all like this. This felt like a Batman movie where the other ones always kind of just feel like you're focusing in on the mm-hmm. villains. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really enjoyed that aspect of it. However, I agree the Bruce Wayne part uh, a little bit weaker. Um, I wish we would have had better back and forths that I really enjoyed from Bale's Batman with Alfred. Like, I, this some of my favorite moments of the Nolan trilogy are Christian Bale and Michael Caine going back and forth and just having really heartfelt moments and some quippy kind of silly moments between two people that you could tell our family have known each other for a long time. Um, I would put this below Christian Bale and Batman Begins, though, because um, I just think he's that movie felt more like a Batman movie than The Dark Knight did. Mm-hmm. So you're saying yeah, you put him at number three? Number three. Okay. I'm definitely at number three as well. I, I liked this interpretation of Bruce. Um, I do not like Michael Keaton as Batman at all. Um, and I think that this doesn't quite get there to Begins or Dark Knight for me in either the Batman or Bruce Way or a combination of both. But I think Robert Pattinson is a fucking badass, and I think he is – it's up there. Like, it's in the same conversation. Um, it's in the, the, the same tier as Dark Knight and Begins. Bail for me, so yeah. top tier, but number three. I think personally, I think I would put this as number two. I I I love his Batman. I do think it loses a, a little bit of points, but like that's just because my like preconceived notions on what Bruce Wayne is, should be like, and like I get that this is a different interpretation. But as far as the actual Batman aspect goes, I I think he does a great job. I hope we get more of this. We'll All right, so who thinks it's better than Lego Batman? Put your hands up. Everybody's hands are up. Who thinks it's better than uh, 89's Michael Keaton? Oh, sorry. My, my hands are down there, too. But it's uh, it's Andy, Kevin, and Tim still up. Who thinks it's better than Bale's and Be- Bale and Begins? Just Kevin. So, okay. He, yeah, we enter at third place here for Robert Pattinson. All right, guys. Home stretch here. But we're not not quite done yet. It's time for Ragu Alf Alf. Andy, hit the song. Ragu. Alf Alf. 
What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rad Guy Talk Alfreds. That's right, where we rank all the Alfreds with the Batman in review universe we're reviewing it from. Number one is Dark Knight Alfred. Number two is Dark Knight Returns Alfred. Number three is Batman Begins Alfred. Number four is Lego Batman's Alfred. Number five is Phantasm's Alfred. Number six is Batman Forever's Alfred. Number seven is 89 Michael Goff. <laughs> Number eight is uh, Batman Returns. Number nine is 66 Alfred. Number 10 is Batman and Robin, Robert, Robin's Alfred. And then number 11 is Joker's Alfred. Where do we want to put the Batman's Alfred Andy Circus below Phantasm. Yeah, that's perfect. This, and I want to state that, like this, I I really didn't like this Alfred. I, I thought that, they don't you know, give him much to do. Yeah. Do. And the I, moments what, that we have seem like you're right. Robert Pattinson is just really mean to him. And man. even so, even when he is doing all the cryptic stuff of the ciphers, like it's Bruce Wayne who just comes in, like, oh, by the way, I'm just, yeah, you're doing what it wrong, is. you idiot, yeah. stupid old guy. <laughs> But it is yeah, pretty neat that they, they do hint quite a bit, though. I, at least I think that Andy Serkis um, plays a big role in all of the sort of tech and things that are happening in the Bat uh, Cave. But there was a moment I was like, uh, "Be careful, Bruce. He's going to find out you're Batman." <laughs> like, yeah. So, something about my brain just completely broke between every relationship that's ever existed in Batman. I really like Andy Serkis' performance as Alfred, and I want to see more of this Alfred. I just think that they made a couple choices in this movie that were a real disservice to the character. And Mm -hmm. uh, they they tried to go for the Michael Caine-Bale connection, and it just wasn't there. And it's too soon for us. We're like, ah, we know what this could be. So I think that takes it down a bit. But I I agree with Andy, number six. I agree, too, number six. Below the Phantasm. And I say stick to the gorillas, my guy. I got sunshine in a bag Now it's time to rank the Batman movies. I'm just joking, everybody. We're going for Joker's Wild here. Oh, Joker's Wild. Oh, Joker's Wild. Wow, wow, they're a fucking what's the shitty Joker. Five right. Number one. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies, the song. <laughs> I don't care. That's right. It's the podcast Joker's Wild, where we rank all the Jokers in the Batman interview universe. Right now, at number one, we have Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight Returns in The Dark Knight. Uh, number two, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker. Number three, Jack Nicholson in 89 Batman. Number four, Mark Hamill in Phantasm's Batman. Number five, uh, 66 Batman's Joker. And number six, Joker in Lego Batman. Where do we want to put the dude from Eternals? Uh, last. Yeah, dead last. Put him at nine. Put him at nine. It's it's one of those things where I saw it. I'm like, I don't want this. It's not that it's yeah. bad. It's like I don't want this. Isn't this. Good. So, yeah. Yeah. Put this. Put this somewhere else. So, I'm Tom Lone. There's a couple <laughs> things that we have to do because we have to. We've done it for all the other movies, so we have to add it here. Gotham's finest, aka Secret Delights. These are the things we didn't expect, but we were secretly delighted by. And I'm just gonna throw one out there. I'm gonna throw it out. I said it earlier, but I I love how much this was just a three hour version of the of the trailer that we got. They committed to it. We got mm-hmm. the theme an obnoxious amount of times. Secret delight. How close it was to the trailer. Cool. Works for me. Like the trailer. Thank you. Now it's time for I do it review. Andy, what's the song? <laughs> Seven syllables in the middle. You need five for the first and last line. If you're not poetic, no need to fret it. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to write your review in haiku form, just like Z-Pol did, except he didn't. He didn't write a haiku, but he did drop a fun fact, and I appreciate it. Matt Reeves grew a mustache in solidarity with the GCPD actors. 
That's thing. Good for him. And here is your haiku from Eric Myers. Number one, don't know. One thing's for sure, though. I'm Gonzo for Gordo. There it is. Thank you. Thank you for that. And now, finally, everybody, it is time to rank the Batman. Kevin, can you please bring up the current rankings? And keep in mind, everybody, you will be able to buy the Gonzo for Gordo, Gordo shirt in September of 2022. Yeah, please be ready for it, please. Please. The current coin purse. <laughs> rankings are number one, The Dark Knight. Number two, Batman Begins. Number three, The Dark Knight Rises. Number four, Batman 89. Number five, Lego Batman. Number six, Joker. Number seven, Mask of the Phantasm. Number eight, Batman Returns. Number nine, Batman Forever. Number 10, Batman and Robin. Number 11, Batman 66. Number 12, Catwoman. <laughs> I'll, start, I'll start the bidding at three. I think this Ooh. is a better movie than Rises, but I think Batman Begins is just a better Batman movie in general, and I think Bale nails it. As much as I want to put this right below the 89 Batman, I know I don't have a fucking hope and a prayer with you vultures of getting that down there. So I'll be more realistic and say, to me, is it better than The Dark Knight Rises? Even though The Dark Knight Rises, I think, has a better climax and a much better like like hype moment, I think there's so much more in this movie than in, than in Rises that I can't I, – I have to put it right above that. Yeah, I'll join in Nick here where it's like, uh, you know, that I do not like The Dark Knight Rises. I do not think it should be this high on the list. I love Batman 89 more. I would put it personally behind 89, but again, like, I don't think we have a shot now of it. So I'll just say, yeah, three. It's, it, it bumps, rises down. This I, uh, is number four for me. Um, I still, um, I think Dark Knight Rises has higher highs. I do mm-hmm. think, I agreed with Tim at the beginning of this where I, um, Mike, get out of here. I agree with Tim that I think this is way more of a consistent movie than Dark Knight Rises is, like from front to back. But I, I, I still think about those emotional beats in Dark Knight Rises with Alfred, mm-hmm. uh, with Michael Caine putting on that banger performance, crying, and that getting me teary-eyed, and then just mm-hmm. the hype at the end with the flying the bomb oh, out. Man. Like all of that shit is so fucking Where he's good. Like starting, and he goes, no. It's Batman. Oh, God, dude. Oh, my God, yeah. Dark Knight Rises is like... You know what? Fuck it, Andy. You're right. This is number four. This is number four. There you go. There you go. God damn it, Nick. (laughs) I I personally, I really, really like this movie. And it's like when it ended, I was like, fuck, I want another one of these right now. For me, I think I'd put it as number two. Yeah, I'm... I'm number four. After thinking about it, I, I'm kind of in the same place with Nick where it's like, is it better than Sun Rises or not? I think at the end of the day, it goes back to what Andy was just saying about what I said, which is this is a consistently great movie the entire time. And that's a impressive thing to say about a three-hour movie. However, I didn't have any moments of feeling the way I do in yeah. Dark Knight Rises. And yeah. I don't th- I think Dark Knight Rises has some, some real lows and some uh, a lot of major mistakes. Um, but I also don't think this movie is perfect. So it's like that's the the bigger thing for me where while this movie doesn't have any tremendously low low, it does have the Joker. It does have some weird things that like aren't aren't great even. So I, I would I'd say Dark Knight Rises is number three. Yeah. I know that's gonna be unpopular, but at the same time, this movie seems to be pretty divisive in Boy, any way. And yeah. like I will say that I can't wait for five years from now when we do an eventual rewatch of these, how we think about it. Because I wouldn't be surprised if it moves up or down. Nah, oh, yeah. If you, if you would have told me at the beginning of these rankings, Tim, that like I would have loved Batman Begins as much as I did upon mm-hmm. uh, a mm-hmm. more rewatch. recent rewatch, I would not have believed you. But yeah, I think Batman movie, Begins man. is just that strong. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's vote. 
I think we already, we already got it. Yeah, yeah right. Number four, huh? Number yeah, okay. four, yeah. There you yeah. Go. So uh, number one, Dark Knight. Number two, Batman Begins. Number three, Dark Knight Rises. Number four, The Batman. Number five, Batman 89. Number six, Lego Batman. Number seven, Joker. Number eight, Mask of the Phantasm. Number nine, Batman Returns. Number 10, Batman Forever. Number 11, Batman and Robin. Number 12, Batman 66. And number 13, Catwoman. We will return to this universe. I don't know when. Probably for the sequel to this. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Tim, the big question is, of course, you know that the Flash movie is bringing Batman 89 into the DCEU. So I have to say at that point, we have to combine all the lists. Ooh. You have to take Batman and unify it with the DCEU, which does mean to be, to be fair, we need to rewatch all the DCEU and all of the Batman movies to then rewrite them all together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, now with the Marvel multiverse, I think we have to watch all the X-Men movies again. And, you know, that's the whole thing. Uh, uh, we just have no, one special no. episode where we unite them. We're both those things where we unite them. You know what I mean? A very special episode. Where we have a little tribu- a tri- a tribunal. And to wrap up this incredible episode, oh, kind of funny in review. Just a reminder, next week, like I said, we're returning to Pixar in review with Turning Red. And then the week after that, we will be returning to DCEU in review with Peacemaker to get that officially on the list. Until next time, I love you all. Excelsior! Welcome back to Kind of Funny's DCEU in review. That's right. We are ranking and reviewing every movie in the DC Extended Universe. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by the Nitro Rifle, Andy Cortez. Is Greg frozen? Nah, he's chicken. I'm just fucking around, bro. I'm scared. We got the frozen man, Greg Miller. Hi, I'm frozen. Burr. Yeah, chilly. We have the big dog, Kevin Coelho. Hey, I'm, I'm pretty warm. I just took a shower. It was hot. The producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Not impressed, Tim. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. You he got a rug. When, when, in a mirror. Oh, Superman. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, he gets hit with a giant thing. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. The, remember, the, remember, the, remember the best line in the other movie where he's like, I believe in truth, and I'm a big fan of justice, whatever it was. Greg, you probably know it better than me. And I was like, God, that's a good fucking line. I should keep that for this one. No, they threw it out. Today we're talking about the Justice League Snyder Cut, the second half. This is chapters five, six, and the epilogue, along with our final ranking. We did a review of parts one through four. You can find now, just like this show, on YouTube.com. Breezy two hours and 40 minutes. (laughs) How long will this one be? Let's see. Strap in, everybody. Uh, You can strap in on roosterteeth.com, or you can check your favorite podcast service for kind of funny reviews, and we'll be right there for you. If you want to get the show ad-free and watch live as we're recording it you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like the nanobiologist and Sven McHale did thank both of you very very much I want to get right into it Nick you've now finished the movie what do you think overall I I can honestly say just top level that I think it's better than the uh, the theatrical release I think the second half was a lot more fun, um, and they it, it's it it kind of delivered on a lot of the action that I was hoping I would have seen more for uh, the first couple hours of the movie. Um, and then we get to the epilogue, and it's really weird. Uh, but overall, I think that they made some again really same thing that we were talking about last time, where it's like there's a lot of couple steps forward, one step back in this one. Um, but it, but uh, but I, I enjoyed the second part of the Zack Snyder cut a lot more than the first part. Jarvis, what did you think? Um, 
I mean, I agree with Nick. I enjoy this cut better than the last cut. But, like, this isn't a movie, like we've said before, where it's like, there's, they, we wouldn't have, if we were like, hey, it's a four-hour movie that's about Justice League, I, I don't think any of us would have gone to the, well, Greg would have. Greg would have Greg gone would have been. And thought about how amazing it was. Could have been there with us. <laughs> dressed of us. up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, well, I would have gone if we all dressed up. Just to be clear. Yeah. I would have gone, gone no matter Manhunter, what. Kevin's down to party. That's true. I am down to party. I, 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 I liked it. Party. I liked it. I I thought it was... Are you cooler on it than you were yesterday? Because yeah, yesterday with part one, you seemed high on it. Surprisingly, I'm not. You're not cooler down on it? You're not cooler on it. But I'm wait, cool, wait, 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 wait. But like I want to see, are you just tie tie now? What's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know, really yeah. Let yeah. me start yeah. games daily or whatever. You're like, ooh, it's a good movie, Greg. We got to talk about it. And I, like, nah, nah. I want to go see it if it was in the theater. I'm just saying, like, it, I, like I like it way more than uh, Josh Wheaton's. Yep. No? Yeah, yeah, I got there. Yeah, we. Josh Wheaton. Josh. I thought we were pulling. I, I was like, "What? Kevin's been talking uh, on Twitter to a Josh right, about this movie." Right, my bad. I, I'm screwing up. Yeah, no, I like it better than that, that movie. But is it a good movie on its own? I don't know. It's not really a movie. It feels more of like a weird, bigger thing, I, but not a show. Kevin, I, I feel you. It's kind of like a Thank cheat you, code. It's kind of like a cheat code to say that like. Zack Snyder did it, but it's like he had to do a lot of other things to actually do it. I thought the second half was so much fun. I had a fucking blast with the second half. I, as soon as that chapter starts, it, it like we're off and running, and I am seldomly um, rolling my eyes at things <laughs> and at moments. <laughs> and Aquaman's moment of going, um, um, no, not even that. The, All right. Yeah. is now followed up by Wonder Woman saying, Kal-El, he's here. You know, like, it, there are so many moments that now make sense when they are cut in the way that they were supposed to be cut. And I had a, I had an absolute blast. The action sequences I thought were awesome. And then we – and, again, they didn't feel corny or bad. Um, I like that the whole final sequence, the, the final fight is at nighttime. I preferred that to – the other better. sort of weird much lighting much thing that yeah. Whedon was doing. Um, I don't know. I had an absolute blast with it. I think it definitely makes it a uh, a redeemable movie for sure. Now, we had to go through a lot of bullshit to get there. I didn't enjoy a lot of the first half, but I think the second half totally makes this a really fun superhero movie. I enjoy or Greg, go for it. I mean, I'm in the same place as I was yesterday. I was grading more on a whole because I had seen the whole thing. Uh, I really like it. I really enjoy it. I think the second half is uh, great. I enjoy what they do here. I enjoy where it goes. You know, literally right before this, uh, well, not now, I guess 20 minutes ago, I was watching the epilogue just to make sure I had I watched the entire second half again. But I was, like, speeding through it and stuff just to make sure. I was like, wait, what happened here? What happened here? Uh, like, the amount of times I stopped and just let it play because I was like, oh, well, this is a good moment. Oh, well, I like this line of dog. Oh, I want to see this interaction. And then the epilogue in general, I let just play the entire time because I, I really I really like it. But, yeah, I, I, I really like it. I'm so happy for you, Greg. I can't believe you actually got this. I agree with everybody that the second half is significantly more entertaining than the, the first half. I think that you guys are a little higher on it than I am because I still think that there's a lot of things that I'm just like, that. It, this movie's too complex for me, where I feel like there's so many things that if they just focused on any of the one or two or three complex ideas that it has, it would work really well. But adding the the 
rewinding time and all that stuff, which to me is really interesting and cool as just another factor on top of the rest yeah. of it, kind of creates weird moments for me where, yeah, it's cool seeing Flash run fast and beat the, you know, run fast. And break your rule. Break your one rule. You, Dad. But then he does it again, what? you know? It's like, it's like we always talk about Superman. Punch harder. It's like, Flash, run faster. And then, okay, cool, I did it. Run what do I do the next time? Run faster than you did last time. And but it's like, is, holy yeah. shit. They actually yeah, but, did this. But it's definitely one of those things where, like, in a Flash movie, that would have been the climax. That would have been the point. That would have been all the culmination of Flash's whole journey up into that point. And in this, he just has a one throwaway line where he's like, I got to be honest with you guys. When I run really fast, weird time shit happens gets weird. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I were Batman, I'm like, second Barry, let's, let's yeah. stop, Barry. What does that mean? <laughs> you can run back in fucking time? Barry's like, listen, the last time I did it, the t- before I did it, Aquaman, you were this white guy. <laughs> and then I did this run, and now, now, you're, now you're Jason Momoa. I don't know, man. Not his. One of yeah, us I mean, was taller. I'll just say that. Um, years ago, I, we watched Batman v Superman, and yeah. Flash has a weird moment when he comes back and, like, did it actually happen? Was that a weird right. nightmare? Oh, the papers were flying, so it must be real, but it's like... Was that flash? Didn't really look like him. He had a weird mustache. I don't really know what the fuck's going on. And it's one of those things that over time we talk about it. We we hear what the director says and stuff that explains it all. And then this movie, much more so, Bruce is like, yeah, that happened here. And it's like, okay. And then we see him run through the time force and all that stuff. And it's like, this is pretty cool, but... No, but I guess I want a Flash screen. movie then. Like, I want you to kind of, like, focus on this and, like, tell this story. Justice League, uh, Snyder Cut specifically, kind of feels like not only is it not finishing the story totally that, like, in a comprehensible way uh, that I was missing from the first one, it's also adding all of this nightmare stuff that Batman v Superman did where it's like, okay, Justice League answers the, pr- the problems of Batman v Superman. So now all this nightmare stuff is we may or may not ever get. And it's like... Th- Maybe if it was throughout the movie a bit more, it would make more sense, but it kind of, no. like, where it's at as an end cap. It's just like, are you, what? The, no, the draw it, between just the connection was Martian Manhunter, who get a, a scene of in the middle of the movie as Martha? I don't know. No, I mean, Tim, I think, I, I think you're super right. And I think that, I mean, listen, I think, I think this movie clarifies a lot of the stuff that was wrong with the first one. Um, but it still doesn't make it... It still doesn't make it a very, very cohesive experience. It feels like they're like Zack Snyder is just sort of like uh, kind of trying to uh, plug the dam everywhere he possibly can. But then when you pull out the bigger picture, you're like, oh no, it's still fucking flooding. Like there's still lots of different problems with this we can point to. One of the disappointing things for me though is that he was so kind of dead set on making his cut, which I respect because that's the whole point of this whole thing, right? He could have used some of the other stuff that Whedon had, had filmed, and I think overall the product would have been better. But I get that the, the whole point of this is, hey, this was my original vision, so let, take it or leave it, good or bad, here's where it is. But a perfect example of what I'm talking about is I really, really, really liked the part in um, the theatrical cut where he's like, bring in the big gun, right? Batman thought ahead yeah, and was like, totally. the last-ditch effort, if he fucking goes nuts is that we bring in Lois, his one real connection to humanity, right? I guess you could bring in Martha, too, but that gets confusing. Who's Martha are we going to bring in? Am I right? Are you my Martha? You can't use the MacGuffin twice. Or Flash. So there's that, right? Where, where And I brought up the, tr- the truth lines, things like that. Like There's just those little moments where that kind of lightened Superman a little bit. I think they could have put in here more. But but there are, but that, that scene kind of fell flat for me a little bit because... You know, Lois just kind of shows up on her own, and I thought that would have been a good a good moment for for Batman. But I don't know. I think 
I, yeah, I, I, I understand what Kevin's talking about here, where it's like we do get four hours and we get a lot of the stuff, but it's it's just at the end of it, I still have a ton of questions as to what the hell's going on with with, with this reality later in life, and and I wish I just don't. It's just not set up at all. For me, but the, that, that's the, the biggest problem, thing when right? it comes to Justice League and the Snyderverse as a whole is that I know people can have their opinions on my opinions, but at the end of the day, where this all starts from is these are not the stories that I like being told about these DC characters. I don't like seeing Batman in a giant mech spider. Like, that's too advanced of a, a Batman for me. I like the more smaller scale stuff. And him working with Justice League, traditionally, he has to, you know, kind of power level up a bit. But then I want to see the people around him kind of doing things that are a bit more my taste. And from Batman versus Superman on, that has not been the case. I think Man of Steel was a little bit more, like, 50-50. But even then, like, Superman's not really in this movie that much. And when he is, it's not that interesting. And, like, that, it's the, the, the only part of this movie I can say is boring and a drag over the whole four hours is the Superman Lois stuff. It's just kind of like... All right. So I, I like that because I think, again, to, to my earlier point, like I think some of that got worked better for me, right? When he takes her and doesn't know what's going on, but he recognizes her and he flies off and she takes him back to the farm to help him figure this stuff out. He that takes her part, there. He takes her there. That part to me, I was like, this, is, this to me is working more. It's a lot more heartfelt. I like that they're spending more time together. I like that he's coming back to it, right? It's when he finally remembers that he's super bad. And then he's like, I guess I should go figure out why they brought me back from the fucking dead. That's the point where I'm like, the guy can fly around the world, and he can, we've seen him literally fly out into the sky and listen and hear trouble and just go for it, right? Maybe not in this one shot. In this one of him going up. Right, goes up, and I'm thinking, oh, shit, he's going to go up, and he's going to look at fucking Krakowia or wherever uh, they're supposed to be, and he's going to just, boom, go straight there. No, he goes to fucking Alfred's house first. And he's like, hey, man, you're Alfred, right? He's like, Master Cat. He's like, "Eh, what's going on, man? He's like... Oh, she's crazy. Hey, man. Yeah, you got a second? Yo, crazy. there's a long so movie bad. that you need to watch. Like, this is the extended cut, and there's, like, a whole bunch of other ones. There's sequels that, like, right. are actually and important, see, too. And that's, so that's like, like the double-edged sword, though, right, Nick? Where in, in if he way? was to fly up there or fly around the world and find it, oh, Superman's too powerful. This is boring. Like, they want, like, he has to have that moment with Martha and Lois of, like, this is awesome, and I've brought, I, I'm back. But they brought. They need me. Like clearly, oh, there's a reason. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Find that. What I'm saying is, with the way the movie's cut, is that we see Superman come back, right? And then we see the Justice League getting all together, right? And then we see Superman go to the farm, and then we see the Justice League go, and then we see Superman hanging out with Lois and putting on a fucking shirt that he used to wear. And she's like, "This used to be your favorite shirt." He's like, "I like the feel of this shirt." Like, and then the Justice Dude, League starts you, to fight. I'm sorry. Did you need a song? We could have got you a song there. No, right? no, 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 no. I don't. I don't need a song. I'm just saying, editing-wise, it feels like Superman could have joined the fight about 30 minutes earlier, right? They, like, they, they well, break the thing, through. Right? When, they, when, when, when Seppi puts together the boxes, I was like, oh, fuck, I didn't think they were going to do it. And then he's like, all right, now i got to wait for them to synchronize. I'm like, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> oh. They, like, spin around. Like, they're fucking cubes. They're boxes. They're all yeah. their the, the internet's real bad in Chernobyl, Greg. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I love that, so, that scene, too. It's like, the with the editing, it's just like, this truly is the vision bad. that has absolutely no cuts at all, where he's just like... They're synchronizing. They're Can joining. Can I get a right. It's like they say it two different ways. It's like you're not supposed to keep both of those takes in there. Like choose right. one line. Well, that was always that was also the thing too. Going back to the um the the dream that he has, right? Where like in the script, he's just like she's like, "What's wrong, uh, Bruce?" And he's like, oh, "I had a weird dream last night. We didn't see him sleeping. We didn't yeah. see him waking up from the dream. 
at no point have we seen Bruce Wayne near a bed in this whole thing either. He's just like, I had a weird dream. Oh, what was it about? And I'm thinking, oh, we're going to cut to the dream, right? Uh, no, but the, and he says this incredibly complex. The, the dream when he's talking about Anna. But in the Everybody's dream, talking in, in another movie, right? Yeah, it's Batman yeah. v Superman. He's, he's talking about being in the chair and having Flash come in. Oh, okay. I, I, I apologize. That was in the other movie. I thought I thought they cut that out of this movie. My bad. My bad. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I was confused about it, too. No, but but the, the why Nick was confused because it sounded like he had just woken up and oh, remembered I thought this dream. That was the dream he was referencing. Did he have another dream? No, no he no, was no, referencing VVS. He was referencing yeah. VVS. That was in a different movie. That dream. Yeah, I'm so confused. And, and, and it's, not, it's not great. It's not great right there, Nick. I totally agree. Because so wait, when I first with Steve... Flashpoint coming back in Batman v Superman, and that's when, and then he waited three months and then told Diana that he had that dream. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he also oh, the idea is that he's sitting back in that later. chair, and it's also as he talks about it, right in the in the in the moment, right of like she's like, what is going on? He's like, I had this dream. Barry Allen came back to me and he said, Lois is the key, and Diana's like, you're right, she was the key to Superman, and he's like. Nah, it's something else. It's something darker. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just okay. telling you how it plays out. I mean, no, 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 I mean that, and why he that makes no sense. Sitting there processing it at that moment is the fact we're all united. I think sense. I've I think I've achieved what this guy wanted me to do, but it doesn't feel like I did. It, yeah, it's just in the way that Ben Affleck acts it out. It seems like he's just woken up from like he dozed off in the seat. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally, that's, that's, I, I, I literally thought they cut they cut the dream sequence out of this because. How you would normally do it is he wakes up from the dream and someone goes, what just happened? He goes, oh, crazy story. But the audience already knows because we've seen the dream as opposed to him just saying, I had a fucking weird dream like two months That's ago. It. I feel like I got to tell someone about it. You're yeah. here. Let's talk. Uh, we had the unintentional hand touch on the mouth. The four hours we're talking about here, right, and how – I think it's it's not unfair at all. It's the opinion of the movie and yada, yada, yada. But the, to be like, oh, nothing – they introduce new questions. They don't explain them here, right? Again – this is something they talked about in the run-up here in press tour for to launch day with Snyder. Of like, he's like, this is my vision of the movie and what the movie was supposed to be, and there's supposed to be more movies, so I'm just giving you what I would have given you, right? And that's, I think, even as much as we're talking about this movie and this cut in particular being a work of art, or, or, or being, uh, what did you call it, artistic? An art film. An art house film, right, Tim? That's what you're calling it in V1? I said art. I think you said okay. art. Okay. Uh, so it doesn't need to be good. Sure, of course. Uh, and it's I have older shit too. Anyway, uh, it's the idea that even though we're talking about that here, I think that's also the step back of the entire way he's done Man of Steel, BVS, this, and what would have been Justice League and the one after that. Right? Was the idea that he was thinking of the whole time of, and I think I'm getting this right. Right? Chat, tell me if I'm wrong. With a five picture deal, it was going to be right. It was going to be five, not four. There was one after Justice League. I forget at this point. It's been too many years. But this idea, and I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying I think that's why, like there's all these weird things introduced here that weren't going to be the end of it, right? And that, like, they're calling back to BVS and not making you see the dream again is that they're expecting it to be, in his mind, it is one, well, that have even been, the 27-hour picture or whatever. And I'm, I'm okay. just throwing that out there. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, I, just I, unclear I, I, at, I at the most. Point. You, yeah. you're, I'm not arguing. I'm not arguing that fact. Are we all present? What just happened to Tim? Tim, I wanted to ask you a question you, a second ago. Nick yeah, five, that, five minutes. Right. Thanks for being in the chat. Um, I forget exactly the words you used, but you said that, like, it is clear. And the, the question I have, I want Kevin to explain, is how is Lois the key? Uh, Lois is going to die in the future. Superman is going to go bad. Right? Did they do you an see that here? The, animated, the animated show? Or well, no, you see that. that. At one point... Uh, Superman when is, Cyborg is getting dialed into the box, yeah. he gets his own vision of the future. Sorry, and, and, it, kind of, no, no, go ahead. and it looks like Cyborg is seeing Superman 
in what kind of looks like the Ark, right? Um, holding a burning body with long hair. Right. And he's upset about it. So it's either his mom or Lois Lane, since we know Lois Lane is the key. Uh, And then he goes bad. Right. How much of that is is your vision of it? I mean, that's what Zack Snyder said. What's supposed to happen here is that Darkseid kills Lois Lane in the Batcave. Uh, Superman shows up too late, blames Batman. F- uh, yeah, Superman shows up too late, blames Batman for this. If you look, you see Robin's suit in the back of this, in, there mm-hmm. in the cave. He's holding the body. Uh, that's also when Darkseid uses the anti-life equation on Superman to get him. And Andy, where is the, re- where is the most egregious piece of reused footage? I couldn't tell you because I ended up when watching that the rev- I, it was it when when they used the same clip of Batman shooting the guys in the gun like five times. <laughs> nah, <laughs> when, uh, Darkseid puts his hand on Superman crying. It's from right after Superman snaps Zod's neck in Man of Steel. Ah, uh, he puts uh, it on the shoulder. Yeah, 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 yeah. that yeah. looks really bad. And so that's, that's him giving the anti-life equation or about to and take control of him, which then sets off the nightmare future. And so then what's happening with the epilogue? And this is again explained from Zach, right? Is that well, even before the epilogue, we understood that the idea here was that everybody's working towards uh, – Batman realizes too all too late that, fuck, Lois Lane is the key. I can't let her die. I have to go back and sacrifice myself there. And so that's what they're doing on this thing is that they're all pushing forward – I'm sorry, this thing being the epilogue. The whole cr- motley crew of people here is pushing forward to get back to getting the – what, there's one mother box that'll be in the future, I believe, because these are all broken now, or whatever it is, to then make a, co- a cosmic treadmill to send Barry back to, to be able to send Batman back to go die in that place. What I understood, and I've read none of that stuff, is that that line from the epilogue where it's like, how many people have to die until you like stop? It's like, oh, okay, Timeline clearly stuff, yeah. Batman like fucked up and needs yeah. to sacrifice himself to save. Yeah. I mean, that, that also was clear, too, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, all that totally. stuff, all that no, stuff no, sorry, that's, The reason I was asking that is that because it's, it's weird to me that there's two reasons that it's bad. Lois is the key because Lois dies, so Superman turns bad, but then Darkseid has to use the, the anti-life equation to turn him bad? What turned him bad? Lois dying or Darkseid? Or did Darkseid only be able to turn him bad because Lois died? My interpretation, and I haven't, I, I don't know if Zach's given a, a point for point breakdown of that thing, would be that when Darkseid shows up and puts his hand on his shoulder, Superman's in mourning and has that momentary, like, what the fuck, like, what did Bruce do? I think it's more, Darkseid, I think at this point, blames Bruce. Somehow, if memory serves, Bruce gets blamed for Lois getting killed. Yeah, I wasn't even here. Op- was it opens <laughs> the door for Darkseid to use the yeah, yeah. equation on him. Yeah, that's where I just, I assume that he broke mentally, you know? Yeah. Also, uh, just for a moment, I'd like to shout out the dark side, the, the uh, shooting the rays. And the yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, is Omega Black? Come on. Yeah. It's, it's weird that how they did it. I didn't love that it was, like, underwater when they were doing it. I'm like, yeah. oh, that would have been so much cooler. I thought that was going to come into play during the first part when he was fighting, like, all the like the gods and all that stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. waiting for it there. When they didn't do it, I was like, huh. That's and so then when rad. they did it there, I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. It looked dope, though. It, it looked, looked really, really cool. Dope. Um, so that all, I guess, makes sense, but, and, and I understand that we're obviously like, you know, we're dealing with what could have been, um, all that sounds cool, but it would have been way cooler if it was like this movie and then that happened in the movie. And then the next movie after that was, we have to go back in time and, and, and fix this. So like, it's just so weird. And I understand that a lot of this was going to play out over five movies and he's sort of just trying to triage it a little bit as the projects do what they do in Hollywood, which is sometimes fall apart, sometimes get consolidated, yada, yada, yada. But it just, it just, this project still feels to me 
standard Zack Snyder, which is like, let's fix the plane while it's in the air. Let's just kind of throw some stuff in there. That'll make it cool and put more toppings on the pizza. And it's still, at the end of the day, this, this four hours is a fascinating, enjoyable experience. But um, I think that Tim's like very first point yesterday was like, is it good? Is it a good movie? Is it a good experience? I can't say I was bored. That's for sure. I, do, I, I don't mean, think at the end of the day, I was like, I love that yeah. this exists and that there are streaming platforms that are going to change how movies are made and TV is made and all this stuff and things like this can happen and there doesn't need to be a reliance on a necessity of a certain box office number and X, Y, and Z. That's going to come with a lot of cons as well, but I do think that this is well, a huge think, yeah. first foray into what this could potentially be. It's interesting. For sure, you're going to get like when there's when there are movies that are polarizing, you're probably going to get a bigger swells for this now because the proof in the pudding. If people bark enough about it, they can get a cool cut like this. Um, but at least the air cut. The air cut. Suicide Squad. For Suicide Squad. I'm still waiting for that missile fire cut, man. <laughs> the NC-17 one. It's coming. One thing I think that's interesting to point out here is we debate if it's a good movie or if it's a good experience or were you bored or whatever. I, in my standalone 10 minutes for the free review or whatever, right, I talked in and it was right off the, uh, uh, you know, a few hours of sleep and the right into it, right? And so I was still processing a lot of it there. And one of the things I was talking about is like, I like this movie a lot. I don't know if I love it and I don't think I do or whatever. Yeah. And I caught a lot of grief in comments and on Twitter about that. I'm like, Greg, it's okay to admit you love this. Yada, yada. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're, Bro, you're my like, point I here. love Batman v Superman. Bro, I'm not worried I about that. I didn't. Don't do that. You know that no, I no, no, but, Batman but v Superman was a good movie. <laughs> what I'm saying is you're not afraid to love yeah. something just because but it's I, not, if it's not but, popular. But that's, that's my thing is, like, I, I'm saying, you know, especially knowing uh, for so many people what my words mean and what they carry in terms of, uh, you know, a thumbs up or thumbs down or whatever. You know, that sounds weird. But, you know, I don't have a God complex. But I'm saying that I know that if I <laughs> say something's good, guess what? I fucking loved it. And now for the rest of my life, I go, well, you fucking love that you movie. Like, I think, you know, yeah, yeah. watching it again, but more importantly, watching Spider-Man Homecoming in between it is, like, literally, like, night and day. Where, like, from the moment Homecoming begins all the way through to the credits, I'm like, I fucking love this movie. I love the performances. I love the story. I love the ca- colors, the characters, the twists, the turns, and everything else like that. You're too high on the MCU list. That's fine. Though. You're a fucking crazy person, Andy, and that's Fair why I voted off, for yeah. years to have you get off of in review. You know what I mean? Get <laughs> off of in review. Andy, this is what killed KFAF. Don't exactly. turn into a villain again, guys. <laughs> Too soon for this. And so then, uh, you know, coming back and watching this again over two days, I'm, I think Tim nails it, where I think this is art. And it's very much like you're going to come in and take it. And I think it's fascinating. I think it's interesting. I think it's definitely head-scratching at times and all these different things. But it's not what you would sit down and say is a superhero movie. And that's good. I'm glad that exists. I'm glad people are doing that. I wish I was still getting a fucking normal Superman movie at some point. But again, I got Superman Lois and I can't bitch. I mean, I still I still stand by the fact that I know that that they would never do this because you'd have to spend another like you know forty to seventy million dollars on it. But I I think there's a pretty decent cut somewhere in between these two. I think if you took all the good things from the theatrical release and all the all the stuff that got clarified and like you know some of the action a lot of there's a lot of good stuff in this. Um, so I don't want I don't want to come off like I'm totally super negative on this, but I would love to see a two and a half hour cut of of all both of these things together where someone that's totally impartial. Who's not in either camp, which is probably impossible Blessing. right now. Blessing. Blessing Jr. sits down and goes, I'm going to take everything that to craft a simple story out of this and just tell it's like a two and a half hour long movie. I think you get something pretty cool out of it. But More importantly, uh, I think for especially where they're leaving this and especially off the pop this has gotten, I'm excited to see what happens next. 
I do not in any way, shape, or form think you're getting another Zack Snyder movie, but I wouldn't think it's beyond possibility you're either getting uh, an animated couple of animated films to see this through with them hopefully bringing Henry Cavill in to be Superman's voice and shit like that, or you get a comic book that actually yeah. is like, here's where this would have gone. Sure. Yeah, mm, Totally. So I, I wouldn't be surprised That would make too much movie. sense, though, for DC Comics. I mean, I, you, I wouldn't be surprised if at some point Zack Snyder gets more, like, influence or whatever on Flashpoint and, or Flash, what, is it called Flashpoint or is it There's Flash? not the Flash, there's not the Flash. Yeah, so far. Of the Flash. I mean, they'll, they'll definitely get a, you know, subhead and everything. Else. I mean, it's just, it doesn't make sense for this movie to be what it was and then know that one of the upcoming DC movies is Ezra Miller as the Flash dealing with this stuff and have it not connect to this, but I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, you never know. Like, I, it's actually, I mean, I have, I have to imagine that some of this is going to be uh, accountants in the back end going like, hey, this worked really well for us. So Zach, let's give Zach some more, some more work to do, right? Like someone's I mean, got to look at this and how well it's going to do. Well. Me too, right? Because when you talked about the financials of the first one, I didn't realize that. I mean, I guess I had realized at the time, but I hadn't thought about it in a while that that it wasn't the financial success that they wanted it to be. And so it's going to be so weird to see what this does for HBO Max and what that means, the the, the grander ramifications of that in the industry. Totally. Let's get to the plot, Andy. Here we go, Andy. Here we go. This one's a... Please play the Indiana Jones plot song. This one's a little bit more emotional, everybody. Okay. Okay. The plot There's no shot It's not Longer than two hours Go ahead, Greg. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the second part of the plot of Zack Snyder's Justice League. We begin with part five, All the King's Horses. I'm excited to hear what you guys had to say, because this is the first, this is where we actually left off yesterday, talking about how weird and off-tone Cyborg and Flash digging up Superman was in the Whedon cut. What was everybody's take of Cyborg and Flash digging up in the Snyder cut? Tackled out loud. Couldn't believe it was still there, man. They fucking did it. I thought that was a Whedon shot for sure. I mean, it was worth it for the she's three thousand year old Barry. Like everybody's the younger man. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. that's like the only thing it was worth it for. And then I they also mentioned, you know, we could do this in like a nanosecond, right? Yeah. <laughs> like um, I, pre- I don't I, understand. I think out of respect, respect for the It guy, was respect. Yeah. It was it, respect. Yeah. I mean no, I you you're free to freak out. Power. There's more respect? I mean they're in a graveyard digging up a dead body. I think it was very much the yeah, that they were trying to be like uh, as much as you could be revering the space. That's yeah, what I like, took away from it. Because it was that thing yeah. of like, we, I, you know, I can do this in a nanosecond, and Cyborg it gives them the look of like, yeah, but, and then it's this conversation of, you know, he's my hero, and they start yeah. talking a little bit yeah. about him as they dig him up. I think, I think yeah, I, I read that as respect. Hey, this is a difficult thing. We don't, yeah. I don't know. I, I thought they would want to get in and out of there as quickly as possible. <laughs> to respect the other people that aren't being brought back to life. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, hey, maybe <laughs> Why don't we take up everybody and bring them back? Toss the cube in with them. Maybe it's, maybe it's down to, like, when you do move fast, it's dirtier. You get dirt all over the place, you know? Sure. And so you don't want to. Head cannon. I like that, Nick. You know Kevin, what? I'm going to stick with that. Stick I, also, with that. I also noticed that Head cannon. Henry Cavill looks really clean. Was he a little too clean? He's super, he might he, first off, it's corpses, it is a little, corpses, corpses with Kev, Kev, I've got a lot of them in my basement. I don't like this, I don't like any of that, to be clear. Don't check my basement. Nope, stop, Nick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you have to imagine, it's, it's bubbly water, right? Don't double down, Nicholas. 
was like, I uh, bought it. It's bubbly water, right? Like the, 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 it's not water they're putting in. It's soapy. It's cleaning him. It's cleaning him. It's, well, no, no, no. When it's they take him out, he's like, he hasn't degraded at all. Greg oh, but we don't see him. He's all fuzzy. No, no, no. It takes a while to break down when you're... Well, he's alive. only been in there. So, yeah, I was going to say, he's only been... He, I mean, you assume they did the normal thing and drained his blood and did all the chloroform and shit. And your body... Yeah, Kevin, that part, I do know that. And then Omega... Kevin, and I've, seen it. I've seen it six months later, Corpse. All right, try to... They probably the didn't Omega drain blood in the yeah. pierce the skin. Says what bacteria that can't harm Superman. True. Not a bad call. That's actually... Yeah, that's that actually hole does make a lot more sense because bacteria probably couldn't get through... Like the toughness of Yeah, there would right. be a gaping hole in his chest. But they covered it. He's wearing holes. clothes. How, yeah, how would yeah. the people at the Once funeral the home be like, high in front of it. I mean, are you going to do the chloroform? How do we do the chloroform? Like, this, this is nothing we've ever seen before. Like, like, Batman Andy. took care of it. Batman took care of it. His Andy, lungs are, are where his bladder should be. <laughs> <laughs> they're on try five of trying to stab with an eel. It's like, fuck it, let's put it away. Like, can we put this thing about it? No one's going to know it. Get the jackhammer. Uh, yeah, I, as much as you want to laugh at it or whatever, I, I like this digging up Superman better than the last time. I thought, for me, the we do this in a nanosecond, at least acknowledge that this is awkward and why are they doing it the way, and then I thought the he's my hero kind of thing worked for what they were doing. Uh, meanwhile, though, while that conversation is happening, Aquaman and Wonder Woman are over at the car not helping out at all. <laughs> and they're like, man, it's fucking look at us in Atlantean and an Amazonian working together. You know, my father had a saying that was like, what? I don't even remember what the fuck it was. My human matter. father had a saying. My, my human father had a saying, right, of like, put, put the blood in the mud. And she's like, the mud. Yeah, and like, oh, my God, we have, the, we have the cool. same fucking thing. We're more alike than we know we are. Wow. You turn a house into smoke and a smoke into house. And then he's like, I never thought I'd die uh, fighting alongside an, an Amazonian. And she's like, what about fighting alongside with a friend? And he goes, I, I can do that. Lord of the Rings. Great movie. Great movie. Let's talk about bodies, you know? Uh, back at the cave, uh, Alfred and Bruce are just chilling out there, getting ready for stuff. And this is where uh, Alfred is the first to be like, listen. I know your heart's in the right place, but reanimating the dead is weird. Fucking <laughs> and weird. I wrote it down. Your guilt overcome your reason. <laughs> like you should probably not bring back this space alien to fight another alien. Not in the, and Bruce's like, nah, I'll be fine. Don't worry about it at all. You know what I mean? Uh, so they we go back. They put the coffin in the the car. They drive that to Metropolis. Uh, we meet back up with the heroes outside of uh, uh, the Superman ship. Crashing out of Metropolis. Uh, I, I like this moment here where uh, Barry's going to go in undercover. So he's trying on the different hats. He's like, Arthur, is a friend. <laughs> option A or option B? Or option A? Yeah, he's definitely like, definitely not, not A. a. <laughs> he puts on B. He's like, let me see A. Let me see A. I appreciate it. Like, this is the thing where I'm like, this is, there's some humor. And we don't get humor in Snyder movies. And no. we got some in the Whedon cut, obviously, right? But this wasn't from that. This was unique to this. And I'm like, okay, like, you can do this. Like, you can make these characters fun and you know, like, there's no moment that I enjoyed Aquaman and Flash more than right there. And I'm like, I would love to see that type totally of Totally agree. Totally agree. That moment, I I had a good little chuckle, and I had the exact same feeling of, why? Well, I, I just, I want more of this. I don't need you to make a Marvel movie, right? But I, I want the humor to be like this and not... Barry Allen walking into the Batcave when they're all first meeting Alfred, and, and he's like... Making these goofy, weird faces. It's like, what? Yeah, is, yeah. You're too much right now, Barry. You're yeah. too much. <laughs> Just slow down. Barry. This is yeah. why your dad killed your mom. You get away oh from you. You know what I mean? Well, no, but I mean, like, <laughs> why? 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 Why?
It's a different comes, universe. He doesn't know if he's innocent or not. It's better when Barry comes in and he slams the paper. He's like, how do you like them apples, Dad? You told me I couldn't be. He's like, it's the shittiest job in the fucking, but I'm a cop now. It's a like, real job. Yeah, my boy is a fucking cop. I'm, I'm a dad. Crazy. It's like, dad, dad, dad. You're in prison. Dad, you're still <laughs> in prison. They come prison. over and they start tasering him to the ground. You're going to Arkham. He's a wife murderer. Get out of here. He's gone crazy. Uh, meanwhile, then, uh, so they all pile into the, the army truck, and Barry drives it, and they drive up, and the guy checks his ID, and there's nothing, and then, you know, the, the cyborg hacks it, and he puts it in there, and it's like, whew, you're okay. And so they go in there, and they're... It took a little too up. long for cyborg to do. Like, what was he doing in the meantime? Yeah, he didn't know immediately. Like, that's what he Like, took a lib. I mean, he was, able to, shows, bro. he was able to shut down the whole plant in a millisecond, yeah. but trying to do this, Barry Allen's... And, you know, and then I feel like that. Okay, and he goes... Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, that, that's that was a, a good reaction from you know, Barry Allen. You know what reminds me, Andy, is like when I have to recreate one of your projects and it takes me a couple seconds to like, figure out how you Damn. did what you did. I feel like you had to go in and be like, oh, that's where the paper sure. goes. I'm sorry. Got it. Yeah. I was putting what the JPEG there. in a different area of the website. You were, you, yeah, you were 720. I was using hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's right. Uh, they all meet up and get into their suits, and they're all having a good time, and Cyborg can triggers a contamination contamination breach, and so that sends everybody out of Star Labs, because inside Star Labs, uh, Silas was back, and he was talking to Ryan, and they're like, oh, man, it's cool to be back. Let, let's see all the shit you saw, because they were in quarantine from uh, getting uh, with Steppy and all his cr- uh, cronies, and like I told you, I wasn't sick with alien biomes. Get out of here. And so like, Look at all this shit we figured out. And then immediately, like, wah, wah, contamination. And everybody's like, well, let's peace out. And Silas is like, no, it's impossible. Don't go anywhere. And they're we're like, oh, we're checking. Fine. There's no possible way with all the fucking aliens coming in and out of this place every day that we're contaminated again. Yeah, a little bit too much of an overreaction from Silas. Yeah, he was like that. Yeah. Like, what, like, yeah, what, he just yeah. wants to get it done. And he like, also knows, when, I mean, this is Miles fucking Dyson from T2, all right? He knows he's going to die. He's always <laughs> oh destined God, to die in these facilities. That. Really? <laughs> You know, um, I will say before, we, we, we glossed past one of my favorite parts, and again, it's anytime Batman is Batman, right? And I'm going to start this new podcast in the podcast. Top 10 moments Batman is Batman in this. Andy, hit the Andy, song. Hit the song. Top 10 moments Batman is Batman. There's probably only going to be two. This is the second one, ladies and gentlemen, and Andy's spot fucking honest. I can't remember any other one. I just, I just love when everyone is like running to the door, and Batman just comes from the sky, and then like releases the grappling hook, and they all walk in together. I'm like... Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck that's funny in this movie. Like, this is not a criticism. This is like, I, I do enjoy it for the Batman reasons where he's always a little later than everyone else. <laughs> like, you know, he's always showing up. He's like, yeah, because he's a fucking human. So it's like, you know, everyone else is like flying or running super fast or whatever the fuck Diana's doing. And then, you know, he's not Batman later just showing up like, oh, she, oh you guys fought already? Good. That would have been good for me. I'm glad you did that for me. They, they also make him like stand around a lot of times when they're fighting. You know, like waiting for the the ship to come, or like I'm just gonna look down this hole. It's the right call. It's the right call. Yeah, yeah, like like, like, drop there. Greg, Greg mentioning in the last episode. Greg mentioning in the last episode that he thinks Ben Affleck kind of just looks like a dude in a suit. And I've never felt that more, Greg, than there's a sequence coming up later um, where Batman drops them all off, right? Uh, he drops them off, and he's like, all right, do your fucking thing. And he just kind of, like, walks back to And it just doesn't look like a superhero. You got to do this a little bit, where sometimes his face is pushed too far up in the mask. And it's like, ugh, so uncomfortable. Yeah, the suit just looks really... 
But he also has like he has like little stubby arms too. I mean, it just doesn't look like a superhero. Like I I don't feel safe with that dude. Um, he said he didn't want to direct the Batman. Right? It was because he was like, it's so impossibly hard to do anything in that suit. It just crushes your soul, and I he didn't have any energy like working with it. (laughs) It shows. I think it shows honestly. Because again, I think he's a great Bruce Wayne in Justice League Snyder Cut, but I don't think he's a good Batman. And I think it's mainly the suit and the look. Yeah, they throw it all off. Um, however, they all march in with the body, and then Silas is the only one in there, and he's like, oh, it's my son and his friends from school. And then he calls out, and he's like, you know what? Don't worry. There's a huge uh, alien uh, poop in here. You're right. I'll come out, everybody. You, it's every no, so bad. It's, it's, so it's huge. It's I don't everywhere. Know, we, found, we found Doomsday's doo-doo. We got to get everybody out of here. Oh, nobody it's cleaned it up. Wound. It's been here for a month. Uh, so he goes outside with everybody. Uh, and then they start walking him in, and I thought it was cool where they have the moment in, like, I think it's Barry or maybe it's Cyborg Barry. I think he's like, the ship knows he's back. Because, like, all the Superman suits start, or Kryptonian suits start opening up in their little chest of uh, drawers or whatever. And I was like, that's really cool. Um, it's not like a, a Tim Getty's Hue Light thing. Like, do you think those things can be programmed to not open up every time you walk down the hallway? Probably not. No. No, no, no these ships... Mm. They're on the old firmware. When what's his face, uh, Cyborg connects to it and like it learns Cyborg as a person. Like I'm pretty sure. He's Hello, like, Victor. Yeah, leave the leave it closed. I don't wear these suits. We don't need him. Don't do it. And he did it. They don't trust Victor anymore. Uh, so before that happens, though, we start the inner, the lowest lane. Lowest lane gets interwoven here. And so we get the first one where she's in bed, still sad that Clark died, but she just woke up apparently. And, you know, she gets out of bed, and then she opens her drawer, and you think she's getting her press pass. But what does she look at? Pregnancy test. Oh, my God. She's knocked up with Jonathan, a Kryptonian baby. And so she go- – and I think actually the name of Bruce actually was how this is going to end, by the way. Uh, they go, and she goes – So she actually was pregnant. Correct. Yes. Yeah, well, she actually was pregnant. Congrats at the end. And, and Batman says congrats. But, I mean, also it could be congrats on coming back from the dead. Congrats oh, yeah. on your mom getting a house. But I thought it was definitely – she's pregnant. That's, I thought it was congrats on the wedding because, remember, he has that line where he's like – I'll take oh, that as a yes. I guess that I take that as a yes because you're wearing the ring. Yeah. Yes, those. I thought he was like, "Hey, congratulations to getting married," or not, "Hey, congratulations." Did you not see Superman Returns and how terrible of an idea it is to throw a kid into this too early in the series? Well, I mean, remember Maybe. this is going to be five movies and then reboot the whole universe, so we were almost done anyway. The trip, the, the ship was docking. Uh, but yeah, it, she is actually pregnant. That was what that was the whole shirt I was talking about before that showed the baby that then uh, came back around and then Batman kills, gives himself up and they become they name it Bruce or whatever. In Amy Adams reports to the set again. So how do you want me to be in this scene? You're sad again. You're just sad. <laughs> <laughs> I really you're, feel like you could have filmed all this sad. in like two days. Why have I been here three weeks? <laughs> you're always well, sad. Just, we weren't sure if you're going to nail the Martian Manhunter Mark this scene. So. So you're, either, you're either sad in a room, you're sad in a cornfield, or you're sad in this other room. You're just sad. Just be sad. I'm not going to have any lines, though. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to put it here. She goes and gets the coffee again, and she walks over to uh, the Memorial Park. She sees Jimmy Olsen, who's not Jimmy Olsen, who's named after the creators of Superman. Uh, he, she's like, oh, he's like, oh, I think you're coming today. She's like, last time. And she goes up there and I think has a, I think has a sweet moment of saying goodbye non-verbally to Clark and everything else, of finally, you know, uh, taking the words of Martha slash Martian Manhunter to heart and, you know, trying to get over this and move on with her life and actually start living again. Uh, yeah, Kim? Did they rewrite the thing that was written on that statue's chest on the ground? Uh, the, if, you, if, you the seek, ground. if you seek his memorial, look around you. Oh, is that what it was? Was that what it said on the floor? Yeah. No, what, what did they write on his chest in Batman? False God. Superman? Oh, okay. 
Yeah, there was something. The graffiti. But I guess, yeah. That's, I, yeah, I that's think it's there. just, yeah, I think it, it's just, if you seek his memorial, look around you. Um, and she, you know, she walked away. And I know that didn't happen in order, but I think you'll all forgive me. All right, it's been a long fucking movie. Um, meanwhile, back of the ship, uh, they put the body in the water. Uh, Cyborg looks at the thing and scans it and puts his Kryptonian key in, and it's Victor. And uh, they're like, all right, cool, let's bring this fucking back. And Victor's like, yo, listen, I've been talking to this ship. She's sweet. And uh, <laughs> it turns out that Luther fucked everything she up when he did it. Sweet. Sweet. We got some plans to go to Cabo later after this whole thing is let's wrap. Hey, guys, real uh, quick. And, and <laughs> you know what? I'll stop. <laughs> Where are we going? Where did he go? And, uh, you know, he's like, hey, you know what? It's all fried and shit because of Luther <laughs> shit. And he's like, I can't get enough electricity. And this is where Barry's like, well, actually, you know. I can run really, 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 really fast. And I have a rule that I don't break, uh, you know, I don't run fast in the speed of light. But if I get close to it, I can get you enough electricity to jumpstart the mother box. And he's like, the one thing is, though, the more I run towards it, the crazier time gets. Yes, Tim. You're muted. Tim is muted. With the whole one rule thing, Greg, is, is this based in Flash stuff? Like, it seems like a very specific call out for him to be saying, like, what, what do you, in your mind, what was the path that led him to this? Oh, I think he's, I mean, Flash is in that, is always tied into fucking up time. You know what I mean? And, and running so fast and the speed force and all the weird stuff that goes on inside of that and all the re- repercussions you've seen from that, right? Like, I think even if you looked at the CW, right, Grant Gustin's Flash, you oh, know, no, no. he's run back and changed time so many times and fucked it up, you know, so, so much to the point that, like, you know, Superman and Lois had a baby in the CW universe, and then when they... Re- I guess that was Crisis, actually, wasn't it, though, that rewrote that. That wasn't it. Re- erased that. When Flash ran back and did other time stuff, he changed, like, the sex of Diggle's baby and did a whole bunch of different things like that that just changed, like, the outcomes and some of the things that were going on. So, like, to me, I don't know... Uh, to me, and, I, you know, this would be maybe even a Corey Cudney question, honestly. He's the Flash expert. I, that, that's not referencing a specific thing Barry's done before. It's just that he's run enough and done and probably crossed that or maybe knows not to cross it. Or has, like you said, things get weird when I get, get close to that. Time gets weird when I get that close to it. I think that was him, what we see here, where he realizes when he runs, he can rewind time a little bit forward and backwards. And then I would guess the payoff to that later is when he's like, I'm going to break the rule here. He's like, I've gotten close enough to know that I can change it by a few different seconds. But here, I, forget, I wrote it down later on, but it's this thing of like, you know, the future what like, you make it, the, the butterfly what you make it kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, that he's going to go back and do. Oh, and that was fucking, what, uh, that was similar to what uh, Arthur and Diana were talking about, right? Where it was like, if you pull one from the darkness, you lose another from the light or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Saying that there was going to be some, there would be a cost to this. Uh, I think that's what it is too. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know a specific thing he's doing except for the fact that he's gotten close enough to know that if he goes beyond this, it's going to be uncharted territory. Cool. Um, so anyways, he goes all the way back and he's like, I can do this and I'm at the engine, so I'll fucking do it or whatever. And they're like, all right, cool. And Aquaman is like, yo, bro, maybe we shouldn't do this. Alfred seems pretty smart and he didn't like it and I don't like what's happening. And the ship's like, yo, bros and broette, don't do this. This is bad. Like, this is not uh-huh. a cool thing to do. And they're like, no, no, we're going to do it. And Cyborg's like, ignore the fucking ship. I can launch nukes. And he's like, he's penetrating the ship and he's like, all right, five. Four and, and the ship's like, please don't do this. And Barry's like, I'm getting fast. And then Aquaman's like, don't do it. And, and then Batman's like, yeah, I know, right? This shit gets this shit yeah. fucking shit. Yeah, he's he's like, like, don't worry about me. Be- I'm just trying to save you all. Don't listen yeah. to me again. <laughs> yeah. I, I told him not to make Doomsday too, but no, I don't know fucking shit about what I'm doing. And so, <laughs> it, so like, right, uh, he's like, it's a one or whatever, right? Like, 
the ship slash mother box slash whoever. I think it's probably the ship, right, since it's been talking out of him. Or maybe it's the mother box, just the, the, the mother box parts inside of him. He gets his own nightmare vision, which isn't even the nightmare. It's, it is what we're talking about, right? They set off the, the unity and the synchronization, turn the planet to apocalypse. Dark side and granny fucking goodness come through. Holy shit, yes. Wonder Woman dies. All the Amazons mourn wait, her. Wait, wait, wait. Dark side and who come through? Granny, granny goodness. Goodness. The the of the furies, so the, you know, the she's torturer cool. of souls on like, yeah, Apocalypse. Hold go back and watch the old it. lady at the end yeah, of the Yeah, she's the old fucking lady. She's badass. I was like, who the really fuck tough. is this? Who is this lady who taught choir to me when I was in elementary? Like, Dude, yes. if you, I mean, go ahead. Read Mr. Miracle. Get some granny goodness in there. The granny, good, the 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 granny goodness from the animated show is always totally like, so off-puttingly fucking yeah. fucked up. On an animated series show, which is all on HBO Max right now, by the way. Super also, animated her, series. CG, her CG looked awful. I think, yeah, I think yeah. well, I mean, oh, first yeah. off, you're yeah. cutting corners, right? But I also think it's probably that if, well, maybe not, actually. That's not sure. I think it, I don't know what the deal is. We couldn't afford an old lady. We had to cast somebody <laughs> else there eventually. But again, like, I mean, you want to talk about, like, things that I marked out on for fucking trailers or whatever. Seeing Dark Side, Desaad, and Granny Goodness. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, all right, cool. Anyway, uh, we see them, like, okay, cool, it's our time to shine. Oh, Wonder Woman's dead. Uh, we see Dark Side invade in Atlantis, is what we were talking about earlier. Omega Beam to kill one Atlantean. Then he fucking kills uh, uh, Arthur, and the crown falls off of Aquaman. Ted. Then it's the Superman in the Batcave holding dead Lois, who's smoldering from the Omega Blast from Darkseid, uh, and then Darkseid coming up, putting his hand on him. And then it's, uh, you know, Superman under the full control of Darkseid with a crushed uh, uh, Hall of Justice, a dead Green Lantern, Superman there, parademons everywhere, Omega symbol in the ground. Uh, it has come to be the end of it. Uh, Victor pops back out of that and goes, no. And Barry goes, go, and fucking takes off. And so he you runs. say go? <laughs> no. Exactly. Uh, the box falls. Uh, Barry runs. He actually misses it. It hits the water, and he doesn't get it at the right time. Uh, and so Barry, uh, again, running so fast, manipulates time to move it backwards a little bit to then be able to touch it at the exact moment he needs to. Uh, box goes off. Superman comes back. Superman shoots into the sky. Box shoots out of the thing, uh, narrowly missing Silas and all the other Star Labs employees who are outside because of the doomsday turret. And uh, Wait, then Superman's fucking up. Yeah, I really liked it. That's like kind of him figuring out, like, oh, I can, I can tweak time a little bit as I'm doing this shit. And I thought that was really mm -hmm. cool. Wow, Greg, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, in, I'm rewatching that spot just as you're describing it. And you're right, that reuse shot of Superman, he, like, Henry Cavill looks so much, he's a baby face today. He's a baby, man. You know what I mean? He killed there. his first he kid. Did yeah. they reuse the scene from him launching Wait, later what? in the film? <laughs> what are you Killed his first kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Zod, but you know, whatever. Let's Don't check out. Zod killed his first people, person. <laughs> Uh, oh, when he does the power up, move? when he does the power move, yeah, I don't think so. Think I mean, it might have been from... because the whole thing obviously is a callback to Man of Steel, which I thought yeah, adore, right? Oh, actually, actually, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll so get fucking there. good, dude. Let's get. We'll get there. We'll get there. Before we get there, ah. uh, Superman shoots out. Like we said, you see him ah. comes over and he goes to his hand. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> <laughs> no, he goes yeah, to the memorial. Right, uh, the box had already flown out. Like I said, uh, Justice League runs up on him, and it's the you know, not a, it's, yeah, pretty much frame for frame what we saw with the Whedon thing, right? And I'm not, yeah, I'm sure I'm missing something. I watched, but I watched know. both, and they are very, very. I watched both back to back. They're yeah. very, very similar, but this one kind of like, with besides the obvious changes they made, like it just lets it breathe a little bit more, yeah. and it kind of lets each of the heroes have not just a moment to themselves, but also moments where they're more working together as a team against him. Which I think this is superior to the other one, with the exception of how it ends with the lowest thing. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. So this is, I mean, this is something, I, if I remember correctly, we all liked in the Wheaton Cut, too. So oh, yeah. I think a dope fucking fight scene here of, like, how do you stop Superman? Uh, yeah. You know, we get everybody facing off against Cyborg's arm. You know, he start, Superman starts scanning them. Cyborg's arm identifies him as a threat, which then sets Superman off into the fight. And they all brawl. We get the thing of, you know, Superman holding everybody back, Barry running around, knocking God. Barry down. The fucking no, the look. I was like, yeah, when he whispered, I was like, please amazing. keep the look. Please keep the look. And when he looks over, and Barry's eyes are perfect. I, yeah, laugh, yeah. I laugh There's out a, loud every time I see that one. There's <laughs> something about Ezra Miller's acting is that when he is trying to be the lovable doof, he always looks like he is trying not to laugh. Like, it looks like the outtakes where he eventually breaks into laughter yeah. in the shot. Like, his, there's so many sequences where he's supposed to look serious and scared, but it looks like he's trying to crack a smile. But that moment, yeah, it's that's the best moment of the movie, I think. I just, I love it. It's so damn funny. And I, first off, I love how, um, I love how Wonder Woman is, they see Superman, they're like, we have to restrain him. Fucking <laughs> like Aquaman's first thought, let me throw my trident in his chest. Yeah. <laughs> like, for real. Oh, like, I do have a question, though, that I, I, I'm a little surprised like, that we... Three minutes. Sorry, go past this. Were they born? Oh, my God. Andy, Andy. hit the song. Were they born, born in labs? Now it's time to rank those abs. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to part two of Rank Those Abs for the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Um, I'm going to take this podcast into podcast in a slightly different direction. Please do. Because obviously the people who got fit for this movie got got very, very fit. <laughs> Everyone looks great. We talked about we talked about. Are you about to nail Ben Affleck? <laughs> no, 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 no. Although there is moments at the end where with the Martian Manhunter scene where I was like, I was like what is he doing? You know what the fuck's going on? Um, Cavill has built amazing in this, obviously, and uh, not not the least of which is like I have a lot of respect for him because he's gone on record and saying, listen, I'm doing this whole thing naturally. I'm not doing any sort of any sort of supplements. Um, like steroids or anything like that. I'm going, I'm just building straight up bulk. And you see it, very defined, good muscles, but he's not overly muscle, overly muscular. Until he turns around. I don't know how a person gets a back that defined and that big. His waist is this small, and his <laughs> fucking shoulders are seven feet across. It's an action it figure. Unbelievably cool looking. And it's just a, it's the perfect, what they call, what builders call the triangle, right? That little, like, the, the, the waist to, like, shoulder ratio. Unbelievable. And I was like, dude, he's, there's a moment where later, Lois's like, here, put your fa- your dad's favorite shirt on or whatever. I was like, I was like, what no, are you doing? How much fucking work I did to get this body? Put that shirt away. We'll get that later after a couple of pizzas. I, don't I would like to have a taste. He's got big shoulders and a tiny waist. Thank you, Andy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Horses <laughs> are in houses. Uh, <laughs> I'd say who's up. Uh, and also, isn't J- Joey lives in your place. It could be her course. Maybe they're sexy Spencer's courses. Nobody knows. Huh? I said stop. We've talked. <laughs> we said about you. You didn't say Corbus is about being at the same address as you. All right. All right. Uh, oh, so the fight continues, obviously, and they brawl through, and then um, eventually Batman shows up, right? And this is, I thought, a dope moment of uh, Superman seeing him and starting to march towards him and everybody tr- coming and trying to stop him, right? And so, like, he throws uh, – Aquaman's coming at him, but the Flash is coming at him. He just throws Flash into Aquaman, and they smash into the stairs. Uh, Wonder Woman has that moment of, don't make me do this. And maybe that was earlier, but I think it's here. Uh, yeah, it's they, here. 
Yeah, they come up to each other to fight. Don't right? make me do this. I disintegrated a man earlier. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. And I love she, yeah, exactly. The move she saves for her fucking stepping a little bit. She fucking did the bowler hat man for no reason. I told Jen about that in the car today. And I'm like, she's like, how's it going? It seemed like you have a lot of fun. Like, it was some of the best content we've ever made because, like, we all have varying opinions on the film, and no matter how much you like or dislike it, there's nonsense in it. Like, one girl was just killing a guy. <laughs> blowing up the wall of a building. <laughs> anyway, turning him into powder. This is where we get that fucking thing, the dope thing, too, right, where she headbutts him, and he's like, oh, fucking really? And he flies up, and the headbutts her headbutts her back around, right? Well, before he and does that, she tries to do the thing, and he catches it, right? He catches yeah, it out of her arm. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Uh, yeah, he puts his hand in between the, the gauntlets, the braces. Grabs yeah, so badass. And so he keeps marching over to Batman, who I, I think I somehow, somehow in my, I think in all of this, I skipped at one of the points that him and Alfred were working on gauntlets that absorbed yeah. it. That was a tea scene, is that right? That was in the yeah. prior movie, uh, I think. No, no, that was. <laughs> Alfred had a dream in Man of Steel that he could make things that no. would absorb heat. No, no, it was, it, no, no, it was, oh, sorry, no, it was, it part, was very much part, part one, part, yeah, part yeah, one yeah, of yeah, this yeah. movie because he used it in the um, underground sequence where he was like deflecting the bug. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's Gal, Gal Gadot is like, oh, you're absorbing this and that. And he's like, eh, and she's like, what? She's like, gauntlets had a energy. Yeah, how about Black lasso. Yeah. Make a black lasso, yeah. 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 So like, she's like, let me, I'm sorry, I'm working on my Gal Gadot impression. Can I try real don't. quick? Oh, no. I don't I'm think this is good for I'm anybody. Try Mamma mia! Make the gauntlets! That's my, that's my Gal Gadot. See, last time I called him up, Honestly, he sound Italian, and he doubled down. I was scared, Nick. I didn't know yeah. what you were going to do, mm-hmm. and I knew it was going to be offensive, but I didn't expect it to just be <laughs> not worth doing. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember when he did the, that same Italian gal impression in part one, Listen. but I remember even then, you're like, that was a weird choice. Like, why? <laughs> well, Greg, what you don't I've remember come... is Nick made the same reference in Batman v Superman in review when we did it a long time ago. But I you need to remember all of this stuff uh, Listen, to, you're, to you're, keep you're, going you're, for me. I don't know how to do impressions. I can only do... I've, I've only. I've come to the conclusion that I can do a, a broke-ass Christopher Walken and Mario. That's it. So if I'm impre- impersonating anyone, it's going to be either of those two. I digress. Sure. It's kind of like how, you know, Oi Governor is... Are you European? Australian? New Zealand? That's what Greg can give you. You know what I mean? <sighs> Well, you're majoring in Latin. A three thousand year old. We have Andy. Oh that's it. Yeah, yeah. I got Latin. It's the best I can do for you. PC. Why don't we do a Jeremy Pivens interview, Tim? Huh? I don't know. Stop being a coward. Damn. Be John Favreau. You know what I mean? We get them all. Anyway, back to it. Um. So yeah, he starts heat vision and he's like, "Clark," and he takes off his gauntlets. And then you know, it's like uh, that final time he's heat visioning Willis runs. Clark, Martha, Martha, Clark, <laughs> Martha. <laughs> that worked for you, not for me. Uh, Lois runs in. He stops. He unheat visions. He comes down. They embrace. She and she's like, "Let's go!" And they fly up uh, in a way. Um. Uh oh okay yeah yeah I was like is it time for part six it is not time for part six I apologize uh Steppy shows up and gets the mother box uh or he I'm sorry Steppy shows up to get the mother box Silas has already run back inside with the mother box mm-hmm. uh Steppy tracks him because he can smell his mother's box and goes in there <laughs> and inside this is where like oh they're heating it up okay so he's using the electron microscope to that heat up uh, the mother box. And then, and like, Cyborg runs in, and he sees the box heat up, and then he sees his dad get just fucking cut all up, like, in Resident Evil with those cool lasers that yeah. spun around in the hallway, Andy. You remember? Love oh, yeah. Which yeah. Cute, right? I think he, I think he I'm just saying, a lot of shit happens, and it's cool. 
I think I was like, oh, fuck, I thought I was on the outside of the booth. I didn't realize I was on the inside of the booth. <laughs> fuck, I didn't fuck this up. He didn't try to get out. Uh, anyways, though, he does that. He dies. Oh, no, Daddy! Cyborg's knocked down. Uh, Steffi so runs him down. He gets the box. He, he, he tries to run. Out of there, you know what I mean? thought you didn't like your dad. He, he, guess not, you liar. Well, it turns out Greg's a liar, too. He's a great cyborg impersonator. Oh no, oh, daddy. daddy! Oh no! Mom was very much looking and being a responsible driver. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, she like wasn't. The whole time? Uh-huh. She's, She's looking look at over at him. I've looked at it. The chat agreed with me. It's ridiculous. Some of the chat agreed with you, and it's because they are Kevin stands. And I can't help that. Kevin on your side. First of all, first of all, I don't know what that means for anyone. So stop it, Andy. You're hurting my feelings. Man, I'm watching this series. And then we go to dark. Of. It's then we go to dark. Then. Part six. Andy, something can you go darker. to 1.30 and see where the car darker. comes in? No, no. I won't. It's not even the right time code. Uh, we start in Smallville where <laughs> Lois and Clark land. And uh, she's like, oh, you brought me here. And he goes, yes, it's home. And and she goes, oh, you spoke. And he goes, did I not before? Because he's still piecing out together. He just came out of a you know it's a long winter's so nap. We've been there. Yeah, totally. You know, I mean, he's, it's all slowly coming to him. But he starts. Yeah, well, there at the right? start of the episode today. Still there, Andy. Don't let me That's talk too much. Secret. I was talking to my friend Josh. We. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> what's his uh, name? Come on, what's his name? My friend it's Josh. Josh we did. What did I say? What, I want to see what Cecil does. You said Josh. Josh Joshua Wheatson. Hey, so a T to a D. Is that what I did? A T to a D. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but also Josh is a Josh. It's, it's weird. It's a very weird Josh. name. Josh. It's Josh. Josh. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> Kevin just melted. That's oh, it's been a long week, and we just destroyed Kevin's brain. He was not a... <laughs> It's Josh? <laughs> he was so hung up on Wheaton. He had no idea what was going on in the front. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, um, yeah, he puts on the shirt here, Greg. No, we go back to the cave real quick. And I think, yeah, this is when people, they all show up at the cave. This is what we are talking about earlier, where, like, Alfred's like, oh, or, I'm sorry, Flash's like, eh, and Alfred, and, like, Badass Alfred. And I like I do like the line of when they get there and Bruce Wayne's like, This is Alfred, I work for him. I'm like, oh, that's cute. That's a cute little one. Yeah. Uh, but they go there and they start figure they figure out the thing of like, oh man, he, oh they already knew this actually. They he you know, one cup. Yeah, that was twenty two. I'm I will not to have enough cups, I'll put on some Uh you know, oh I gotta look around or no no. Um uh yeah, we gotta look around the world. They figured well, I don't know, we don't look around the world. And before they figured out they they he had heated it up and what his plan was or whatever, so they can track it. They can track this stupid thing to wherever they aren't now. Um and yeah, they track it down in that it's in uh, 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 the Chernobyl, and by Nick, it's in Chernobyl, and they're like, "Cool, there." And like, "Oh, the place is toxic," and they like, "No, it's not toxic anymore." He used the toxicity to build out Apocalypse or put the power into the fucking thing or whatever. So Batman can go there and not get cancer. Is what, what that's all for? That's all just to tell us that. Could I? Like, shout out to you guys. Right? Come on. Let's do this. I'm the fucking blue. I'm the fucking blue. He's like, wait, let me make a point while holding a cookie in half three seconds. Shout out to death cookie right there. Shout out to them getting into the Russian people. You know what I mean? Like in the first oh yeah, 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 big time. Oh big my time. god! Oh, the, the Russian people were the were the. That's just a, such a terrible decision. To terrible decision. In the movie. And I'm glad they're gone. Good riddance. Well, it makes sense, right? Because they were like, when you start thinking about a nuclear 
like plant that's that's sure. irradiated. Sure. Like, why would there be any a village anywhere close to that thing? Why would there be any living inhabitants? That's that? a real thing, though. There's like uh, for Chernobyl, there's like areas yeah. around that are irradiated that like the, that people the still Russian live government in? paid people to live in to see if everything would be okay. That's just I'm not joking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I have to fucking say this, Kevin. <laughs> there was a YouTube comment yesterday <laughs> that was, how is Kevin so confused with following timestamps on an email? Why is he always confused? Why is he always eating? <laughs> I'm hungry, man. Like, I... But you just <laughs> pop it back with that fucking truck. <laughs> it, it, like, it was just like, it was like, like the way, oh, the way you'd be on fucking Capitol Hill. And you look over and AOC would be like, and hold on a second now. The owner, owner of BP. I have things to see. Like, you know what I mean? Kevin's like, wait, I got a cookie. And I got to make a point right now. Here's oh the my thing. god! The, 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 the good people that watch our content, they have to like put up with Nick's horrible jokes, Greg's terrible sure. accent, Tim, uh-huh. my, just in general. My great, Andy, you're yeah, perfect. Great Alan Andy, you're perfect. My the music Alan is beautiful and it makes every day, everyone's life better. So they have to put up with my cookie eating. All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking deal with it. I'll deal with it, Kev. Oh my god! I almost vomited from laughing so much, dude. <laughs> Hold on a second. Damn. Oh, man. Also, FYI, this is a great goddamn cookie. Look at this What is it? It looks very good. Paula made this. Paula made this. I know. Shit. We're working on our cookie recipe. Look at that guy. She made that. That looks delicious. What's the the crisp to chew ratio? Well, these, these, I I was watching some stuff that I can't talk about with Spencer and... uh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Not porn and parkour things. Just Yeah. Uh, no, like, we do embargo, embargo things. Embargo things, embargo things. Nothing weird. <laughs> and I forgot the cookies, and they burn a little bit. But they burn, like, the perfect amount, but it is a little okay. bit. It's not a biscotti level, but it's it's two steps below that. Okay. On, like, yeah, stretch, like that, on this stretch of ten minutes is the best thing that's ever happened in the company, man. The fucking cookie. The cookie episode. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Where yeah, were we in the plot? Everybody's there. They figured out to try to track the thing. It's in Chernobyl. Took away the toxicity. Back in Smallville, um, he's in the cornfield, and, and this is where Lois comes out. And he's like, I assume that means you, yes. And she's wearing the ring, and he, she's like, Oh, you remember? And it's like, Yeah, I'm back, and this is cool, and I'm live again, Nito. And then Mom shows up, and he's like, Wow, Mom's here, Nito. And he's like, Yes, yeah. they woke me up. For, I'm kind of combining a bunch of stuff. They woke me up for a reason. I gotta go check that out, guys. Okay, cool. Um, back in the cave, though. Um. Uh, 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 we had a nice conversation here where, uh, Flash and Aquaman are talking, and Aquaman's very much like, this fucking sucks. Uh, because the plan, of course, is that Victor's gonna dial into the mother boxes, and he'll separate them, and they need a, ch- Flash will give him a charge or whatever, yada, yada, yada. Uh, but it, maybe not even that, it doesn't matter. They, they know that Victor's like, has to do all this. Like, Cyborg has to go be the man here, and that sucks to put onto this guy. And Aquaman says as much, and, uh, uh Flash is like, I thought you didn't care, and he's like, I never said that. And again, like, again, don't get me wrong. I'm not making excuses for the film at all. But I do see what they're trying to do here with the conversations that are, we're starting to like more, or at least I'm starting to like more between the team members of they be, they, they're together now and they're getting a camaraderie and they're finding yeah. common ground, which then I guess pays dividends in two more movies. But you understand what I'm saying. I like, yeah. I like what's happening. I think it's one of the reasons we like the second half of the movie more than the first. <clears throat> Sorry. Um... 
So, oh yeah, and this is the conversation between Batman and Wonder Woman, where Bruce is like, ah, yeah, I watched a Vision uh, two movies ago, or a movie, yeah, two, yeah, a movie half. Uh, you know, about like, oh, right over here, and fucking Barry came to me clear as day. Said Lois Lane's the key. She's like, yeah, and he, she, and he was just Superman. And he's like, no, nah, I don't think like that. It, you know, I think it meant something more, something darker. Uh, again, just that feeling of like. It's kind of like in a video game when you beat the boss, and you're like, this doesn't feel like, oh, no, there's another boss, and that thing comes up, and it's huge, and epic. and you're like, fuck, now it's really going to be hard. I'm glad I saved all my potions. Um, yeah. Then they go out, and they call in the ship that uh, Cyborg finally got working, he's like, yeah, she wanted to fly, uh, she wants to fly, I'm like, whatever, why are you talking to this fucking ship? Uh, they yeah, all like, climb on that, but right before yeah. they climb on it, Bruce is like, you stay here, Alfred, he'll come, I know he will, and he's like, how do you know? And he's like, space! He's got faith in Superman or whatever. Faith! Kind of like how Missouri fans had faith in Hayes a long time ago, but that didn't work out. Oh! Um, so does the fly itself? Not that that's that crazy in this world, but the fact that Alfred and Batman made it, it seems weird that it does. I don't think so. I don't how, get... How I don't does it come back to them at the end? Is that Alfred picking them up? It's probably sure. That seems like an autopilot sure. thing. No, but, but yeah. you got to think, like... Uh, Bruce is stealing a lot of like information from the companies that he owns, right? Like they're manufacturing weapons and stuff, and he's just like they're making planes, and he's just like, I'm gonna take the autopilot from this one, uh, you yeah. know, the, the whatever. Cyborg can also just one. tap into anything, you know? Yeah, like I, well, he's go. To, he's the, I mean, like I'm not even making a joke, Mr. Robot. He's Mr. Robot. And like whatever he does, the robot's like, ah, fucking cool. We gotta go do this. Because Nick, yeah, if you didn't know, in Mr. Robot. Rami Malek plays a flute into yeah. computers. Yeah. <laughs> and I then controls uh, them. Yeah. The, that's why they call his company Pied Piper, which yeah, is weird exactly. that they decided the to remake that in Silicon Valley. That's the one. Yep. So, but you gotta now go to Chernobyl where Steppy has all three boxes. He puts them together. He's like, it's time for synchronicity. And then he just, they start like vibrating together. He's like, it's gonna take a second, everybody. Just chill. Uh, it's gonna happen. Don't worry. Don't worry. Parademons, sit down. It's gonna happen. Make yourself some more. He's like, he's like, he's like, Steady. Baby, it's okay. He's looking at them and he's like, "All right, the uh, it looks like the download finished. Oh, it's got to finalize the files. What does that uh, mean? What is copying over? I got to search what for the driver. driver. I got to search what for the driver. It's got to copy it. It's copying over to the PS5. I thought it was installed already. What's the fuck? <laughs> God damn it! I haven't even got a WinRAR file here. The Justice League shows up and they're like, "All right, time to enact the plan or whatever." And so Batman's like, "I'll fly up and they have this protective." dome and I'll shoot the dome and I'll fly inside the dome from the little hole I shot inside the dome and then when I'm in there I'll shoot the tower and the tower will come down and the dome will come down and everybody's it's like alright cool because the dome looks like a testicle with a flashlight being shown it through. does weirdly <laughs> that you know that it does it does. We've all done it. But I, it's, I grabbed, no, it's got no. it's got the little veins all over the place. My couple, my couple question. Hairs. My question for everyone, Greg, are you going? Oh, okay, Greg, this right now. going to take a look. This is going to get a great yeah, 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 for sure. Oh man, I really hope. No, look. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Oh no! So I'm going to say this though, as one. As one critique for this uh, for this particular scene, what is the point of putting up a protective oh. barrier? Yeah, this one hundred percent. If missiles can shoot through it, very well, easily. Lots of missiles, yeah. Nick. No one thought. Independence Day, you know, aliens. They didn't have this problem. They put up their thing and it was done. They were fine. Yeah, yeah you know, we had to hack them with the, the virus. He was like, "Don't worry, I'm going to take the shield out." And they're like, "How?" He's like. Pretty easily with some with a couple missiles. <laughs> <laughs> then what are you gonna do? Uh, I'll find a gun. Probably just 
<laughs> I'm going to sacrifice myself. You don't have to. There's a lot of us. We can you go really don't need to do it's that. Really yeah, they, they could have all, all together gone in together, this. together, together. found a, a yeah. building, opened, Land they hop out, it. he hops out, the ship yeah. crashes into the pillar, you know? Yeah. I really just want to rewind A good deck is its own reward. Exactly. Christopher Maloney never forget. Benson and Stable, Stable are coming back. What's the deal? Yeah, I, I asked you that in Athens. Did you respond? No, no, I, I, I didn't know the answer retired. to actually. Uh, He's retired from the fourth? Yeah. Okay. And I, yeah. He's coming back, man, April 1st. Uh, in the live chat, Donnie C. just says, hey, and brain. <laughs> uh, so while this is starting or happening, I, uh, I we skipped, uh, we, not skipped, I guess it's happening at the same time. I might have missed it. Uh, well, Superman well, flies to the ship. I, I do just really want to point out, uh, really quickly point out a timestamp for everybody. At three hours, nine minutes, and 42 seconds, this is where Ben, ben Affleck kind of just walks around. Like, he, he just looks like a, a short dude who's real built in the gym. Somebody give me my water bottle with a sipper. Three, yeah, three hours, like nine that. minutes, 42 seconds. Uh, so Superman, yeah, after he left, we he went to the ship, right? And we have him walking through the ship, looking at the different uh, suits while it goes back and forth between Jonathan Kent and Jor-El, giving him lines of dialogue previously in uh, Man of Steel, uh, hyping him up, building him up, and then new dialogue, right? Where, uh, I, you know, as we've joked around many times on the show, Jonathan Kent actually not that supportive of him actually being a superhero or doing anything. But this time, there is that of I'm proud of you. Uh, you know, and jor like, the world is ready, and they had to see your sacrifice, whatever. And, and then the new dialogue that I like a lot from uh, Jonathan is, fly, son, it's time. And, that you know, he walks outside, and things open just like Man of Steel, but he's in the black suit now with the silver S. And then, and then he, he goes to the ground and does the yeah, vibration so flying, and it all kicks up, and he fucking shoots off. Yeah. And it's the music and all, everything's mm-hmm. flying. But what I really wanted was jor to be the motivational one, and then cut to John and be like, "What are you doing, son? Don't do this." <laughs> like, <laughs> should, what are you Back doing? Back to Martha, and she's like, "Be there, similar. Don't. <laughs> don't. I don't care. Fuck it. Fuck everybody. Fuck guys. Jonathan, you got to encourage him. Okay, no, the kid doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> You're talking in the background. That was really dialogue. So yeah, Batman. He goes in there and he shoots the hole and he gets in the thing and then he uh, crashes the ship and the ship goes down. He's like, "It's over. Everything's down. Come on in." And, like, he's like, "What?" What does that mean, Bruce? 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 This is Flash. What does it mean, Bruce? 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 And he's like, just come in or whatever. And then they're here. And he hits the thing. And then he climbs in the Batmobile. And he starts fucking shooting everybody with the Batmobile. And then you go out there. And they're like, all right, we got to go in there and fucking fuck shit up. So they fly in. And they start fucking shit up. And Flash is running in. And Aquaman's getting kind of dragged in. And they're all fucking shit up or whatever. And then Batman comes roaring out in the Batmobile. And they go. And then we get the, like, hero shot. Like, very fucking Age of Ultron's hero shot of, like, a little bit of a spin. And this is the part where I was like, oof. Like, I, you know, I've let a lot of the graphics go in this game, <laughs> but this is the part where I'm like, this is the one that does not look great. This is the one that goes stand for a thumb of, like, this did not uh, get the budget or time needed to make these guys look great. Bye, Nick. Why did you uh, hang up on him, Kev? Sorry. Uh, he just, he's, he's pressing the wrong buttons. He didn't get to all Were you hanging up the brain, too? No, my, um, no. So can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear yeah. you. Sorry, my mic keeps disconnecting because uh, i got to swap out these USB cables. Oh, Sorry. interesting. Uh, I, I did want to add that uh, when uh, who was it? Bruce stops responding on the radio call. Like, there's no reason to. Like, it didn't just. He's got to do this. Does he? It's really. I mean, look at his suit. Look at how uh, he's doing this thing. It's hard to get his <laughs> hand up there. Like, give the poor guy a second. I, I just feel like he could have just been like, oh, okay, no, they're in here, but I'm fine. Don't worry about it. Everything's like it seems yeah, like the gun's working. 
Well, it, it feels like he's definitely doing like, thing of like, oh, my upper lippages, my upper lippages. Like, he's definitely setting there. himself up right there that sacrifice his life, like, leave me. But he doesn't need to because he's Batman, and he breaks out, and we get the moment of them doing it. And they barrel through a building, and Aquaman gets on the thing, and he's like, you really are out of your mind. And like, yeah, Aquaman, It's yeah, cool, man. Right. I yeah, love this. Yeah. cool shit. This is super I, cool, and this is the part where, yeah, like, you know, uh, uh, Parademon grabs Aquaman and flies him up in the air, and Aquaman's like, fuck you, and pokes him, and then he starts falling, and Cyborg grabs him, and this is the... My man thing. And then Cyborg throws him and he grabs the parademon and fucking stabs the parademon and then rides him down like a surfboard. And it's like Legolas on the shield. Dope. That is fucking amazing. I love all all that. And it's and, and and it's a night shot. It looks better aesthetically. It isn't this weird orange tinty kind of whatever the fuck Whedon was doing. I, I, all of the sequence just fucking rocks, dude. This this yeah. kicks sick every, every it's part. It's an of it. interesting choice when you see the coloring in this. And like I know Andy, I think you said you liked the saturation from the movie prior, and Tim, you liked this one. But I think that like, why would you not keep this a night shoot? It, everything first off, everything's vastly more dramatic at night. It just adds to the drama of what's going on here. I'm like, why would you not just keep this the way it is and maybe saturate it a little bit? I don't know, fucking weird. The Russian people would be sleeping, and it's hard to move a house. Oh, I'm so glad the Russian family is gone. Holy, right? can we just talk about the kid with like the, bug the, spray. the best emission? We already did. We already did. Oh, okay. Yeah, about what happened in the show? You were here. Because I just remember but when the first the time when like, I left to the restroom while they were on camera, and I came back, and they were on camera again. <laughs> I was like, Jesus, <laughs> enough with his fucking family. Uh, <laughs> around, uh, well, they get in. And then they get into no, I guess not. This is right around here is the the Superman meets Alfred scene where he flies to Gotham. He's like, "What's up?" And it's again like, I. It's more the thing you know you're hung up on that Superman had to go to Alfred to find out. It's more to me the thing that Alfred's like, "Well, the world might end right now, so I'm gonna go work on this car." Like yeah. I understand, like I, I I also kind of get like, hey, it's out of my hands and I got to do something. Yeah, but how many times have we seen Alfred sitting there at Mission Control, being yeah. like, "What do you need, Master Bruce? What do you need?" If I was going in to Chernobyl to fight the alien that might unify the thing and burn the entire world, I'd be on standby to take over the spot, Spider, to take over the jet, to take over the Batmobile. Well, not only that, but there's just there's just a general lack of urgency through that throughout all the Superman stuff that's not mirrored in obviously the action sequence that we're cutting back and forth with. Like so, it's it, to me it's just, that's difficult to craft. And when they when he lands, it just seems like Jeremy Irons should have been like, "Holy shit, stop! Get to wherever this thing is! Like they need you right now." Instead, he's like, "Put Master on the seat. Why don't you have a why you have a seat? You need a blanket." I'll light the fire for you. I got a, a yarn to spin for Take you, my friend. Show me that back. How'd you do that? How'd you get that back? Pull-ups. All pull-ups. Uh, in Chernobyl, then, it's, we're into endgame here. Uh, they all come in, and Aquaman and Wonder Woman start fighting Steppy, and uh, then uh, Cyborg runs to the thing, grabs him, he's like, Barry, I'm in place. And Barry's like, cool, I'll run around for a long time. And so Barry goes and he's running around, just blue light, just running, 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 I fucking killed your family, by the way, and your mom, your mom, you know, cried for mercy or whatever. And they wonder, like, oh, yeah. And then they fucking go for a second. She gets knocked back, and Aquaman's like, hell yeah. And he gets knocked down. And he's like, oh no. And then some stuff starts falling on him. And he's like, oh shit. And the Wonder Woman runs over there, and she 
protect him, leaving Cyborg completely vulnerable. And so Cyborg's about to get in there or whatever, and Steppenwolf comes up there, and he yanks him away. And, uh, oh, I guess actually I'm, I put it slowly. He yanks him away, and then Wonder Woman pulls him down. Or, yeah, Wonder Woman does this thing and doesn't kill a normal human being. Instead, evaporates the bridge. Then he falls, and he falls, and then they fall. And then uh, the Steppy goes back up there. Yeah. When she killed yeah, that exactly guy. Yeah, exactly right. You didn't even and so, she just blew up a fucking, like, rock bridge. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Steppenwolf has an unfettered access now to Cyborg, gets his axe, hauls off to hit it, comes down, and boom, Superman flies in, takes it like a champ on the collarbone, and just goes, not impressed. And I was there with Nick where I was like, eh. Yeah. It's not a great one-liner. But then he does the cool, like, blows the ice on the axe and just knocks it away. Dude, this is the most, this is supposed to be the most, like, this should be the most hype moment in your film. Superman has come back from the dead. He's finally Superman. He's yeah. going to do the first cool thing he's done since being Superman. And that's the line that they wrote for him to say. What they needed to do is recreate the Fast and Furious moment in the jail breakout scene of Shaw, of Hobbs and Shaw where he goes, the guy comes up to Superman, uh, uh, what's his face, Steppenwolf walks up to Superman, I've been waiting for this. And Superman goes, keep waiting, bitch, and just yeah. fucking punches it. Like they just, we needed something way cooler than not. <laughs> Superman said, friend. keep waiting, keep bitch. Waiting, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Honestly, in next time movie, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> that, that would be a kid to, yeah, when he told Jimmy to turn it up, you know what I mean, in yeah. the comic books after he came keep back waiting. from the dead. Uh, instead, yeah, uh, he comes out, and you want to talk about, you know, just again, like, let's, for the mainstream audience, just set up that Superman's way too fucking powerful. He's just clowned Steppenwolf out. You know what I mean? This guy that has been fucking up, uh, whatever, uh, you know, hundreds of Amazons and all this shit, every Atlantean. Superman sidestepping and dodging and heat vision. Aquaman and Wonder Woman are fucking like, oh, this is cool. We don't have to worry about this thing. They're fucking punching and kicking. Superman just like, gets them on the ground at one point and just fucking heat visions his horn off. You're like, oh my god. And like, so keep in mind, again, like, Superman knows that Steppenwolf's a threat because, like, you know, it, it, it must have brought me back for a reason. Shows up. Alfred's like, Master Kent, they're in Chernobyl. They're fighting this bad guy who wants to ruin the whole world. Superman's like, got it. Superman shows up, and then it's just like, guess what? I'm, I, I, I pulled my punches with Doomsday, apparently. You are fucked. Like, I am. Yeah. I heard my friend Diana is just icing purse snatchers in Paris now. So if the, the rules are cool and everybody's chill, I'm not even fucking trying anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm hey, what purse snatchers? Come on. I thought yeah. a little bit more than that. Greg, I thought, I thought the same thing. I thought the idea of this, you know, giant monster Steppenwolf with a magical fire axe not doing it like I would have rather just been like a deflection or something but this just shows that he's untouchable and maybe it's just because Abomination has some of that Kryptonian inside of him Greg what like oh, Abomination is the whole villain you're talking about Doomsday but yeah oh Doomsday sorry yeah right. Doomsday like, was Kryptonian like I mean there's a bunch of I understand why that Doomsday would give Superman more a run for his money but I just had somebody who you know my interpretation of Superman isn't that he literally nothing can hurt him at all points like yeah, like, all right. Like, I, you know, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, it's, also, it's, it's that, not even a competition. But that's I appreciate Zack that uh, he uses his heat vision on Batman earlier. <laughs> and, like, he had oh, the gauntlet yeah. thing that they didn't yeah. set up. But it's like, Jesus Christ, he is a human being. And, like, if that thing cut off Steppenwolf's fucking horn, how did it yeah. not just destroy? Dude, I'm really started on that, right? Where it's like Batman is, like, 
throws it up and then is that pinpoint of accuracy. Because remember, too, at one point Batman falls down while he's getting blasted. So Batman's falling and, like, doing complex geometry in his head about where uh, Superman's eye line is going to yeah. go. So he's catch one errant blast to the fucking chest. <laughs> you, guys don't, you guys don't understand what it's like to lift that many weights and have forearms that are that big. Okay, oh, only me, Ben Affleck, and a handful of other human beings, the rock probably on there, you know, can, can really understand that. I, so I while all this is happening, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I think for uh, as a response to that, I think it was more Superman's accuracy of just going after his face, right? Like, you shoot lasers at his face, and that's why it's blocking your face. I don't know. I mean, a second ago, he just, like, kind of just went crazy and blew up a bunch of fucking trucks. Yeah. Mm, he was. He was going crazy. Man, I'm just I'm just scrolling through this whole fight. You had a good time. So good. Yeah, it's, it's fun, fun, right? It's good fight. It's so fucking good when they when like I I had rewound a little bit when Cyborg and uh, Steppenwolf both fall down and then Cyborg goes back up and then Steppenwolf like I'm coming for you, motherfucker. Lasso brought down like so cool. All of this is just w- miles better than anything in the prior in the earlier version of it. Yeah, Kim. Uh, quick question for you. Why does Wonder Woman keep calling him Kal-El? Because that's his name. Yeah, there's I a... Know, I mean, like, like... Did he introduce him? Hey, like, hey, I'm kal No, and it's I, it's not a... I don't think it's something that's well-established in Can the I, DCEU. In the comic books, as you know, he, oft, he Diana often calls him Kal-El because of... But I don't I mean, know, like, the way she, in, she identifies more with him as an alien slash Kryptonian than Clark. I mean, think Clark's like, more of a disguise. I know, and I'm telling you, it's not set up well in the DCEU for why she would do that. Is it set up at all? That what? That she knows his name's Kal-El? Yeah. I'm, I mean, just, I'm wondering if I'm missing a scene where someone was like, his name's Kal-El, not Clark. Oh, but you have to imagine they talked a little bit, maybe, I don't know. And he was like, hey, really did it. Well, well, remember, remember Superman he meets Lois? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, and then they or I'm sorry, yeah, uh, Diana, and then they immediately go and fight. I but like I mean, to think of it as far as, like, maybe she's just the only person in all of the DCEU that actually gives a shit about your secret identity. Because everyone else on the fucking planet's like, Clark! In front of over the here. everybody else. Yeah, over here, here Clark! For reals. Clark Kent, let's cut. Over here! And then at the end, I was like, oh, okay, he's gonna be, he's just gonna be Superman from now on. And then the, <laughs> the fucking movie, is like... Put the glasses back on. Nobody Clark Kent, he's back from the dead. Remember Clark Kent? Yeah. Let's check the obituary. They came back from the dead at the same time. <laughs> they both came back at the same <laughs> time oh from the God. dead. I do want to point out, out one side. of the biggest missed opportunities of the DCEU, if you're really shaking it up and doing different stuff, is I'll never forget yeah, watching right. Man of Steel. And it was that Lois figures out he's Clark Kent, and Superman flies back to Martha, and, you know, Lois gets dropped off by a police officer in the Kent driveway. And I was like, and Pete knows. Like, Smallville knows. I was like, this will be so dope. If they just don't do a secret identity. Because, of course, how does that actually make sense in the real world, right? And then the fact that at the end he's a stringer reporter riding a bike. I was like, oh, God. It's okay. Apparently uh, I, I uh, everyone knows who Batman is, too. So, it's okay. I do yeah. want to point out throughout this, throughout this whole sequence that I like how everybody is being utilized a lot more. Like, I feel like everybody gets yeah. a bit more of a piece of the pie in this whole fight sequence. And Batman, I... Right? Uh, well... Well, he's yes and no. Yeah. Yes and no, but I, I'm, no, I'm mostly talking about Aquaman because, like, the fact that Aquaman is the one yeah. that gets the final, like, stabbing blow and lifts him up, I think that giving Aquaman that is such a cool little, like, hey, you can take this, dude. We're, we're all the Justice League. We're all doing good stuff over oh, here. Oh, that's, yeah, when they fucking all go ham and fucking yeah. climb in a second. That's badass. But before then, uh, oh, my God. No, I was just going to say, what a show of strength at the end when he gets his head chopped off. 
and we want to get this. Uh, so again, Flash is running around. He gets shot by one of the turrets before Batman can get there, uh, and he gets hurt. And so then Cyborg's finally in position, finally dialed into the unit, and he's like, "No, Barry, no!" And Barry's like, "Heal, heal, heal!" And he can't heal in time. Uh, he can't force it, obviously. Um, so uh, then the boom tube opens, and you know, uh, Steppy's down, and Steppy's like, "He's arrived." And this is where we see Darkseid, and we see Granny, and we see the side on the other side of it staring through, and everybody looks at him, and then Superman looks back, and Cyborg's like, "It's." It, it, it synchronizes and he's like, we're too late. And he goes, boom, and starts turning the whole world into apocalypse and flame and all that stuff. Everybody gets blown away. And Flash sees it coming, of course, because of being able to go slow. And he starts vibrating, uh, you know, stay in that uh, phase or whatever. He's in the space between spaces. And this is where he's like, all right, cool. Um, you know, time to break the rule, Barry. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I have to just run faster than the speed of light. And this is the, I wrote it down, make your own future, make your own past. And this is where he's talking to his dad. <laughs> just no, dad. Your son made it. And like, your dad Fucking a, your dad's ash right now. Don't worry about it. Just run real fast. All right, just do your thing. And so he does. He runs really, 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 really fast and really, really fast. And we see the whole world start coming back together and people getting back assembled and we're time traveling backwards. And he runs all the way to when Cyborg's got it and he's synchronized and he's part of it. And he taps uh, Cyborg to give him the power to then throw him into it to then pull apart uh, the mother boxes to break the unity. Uh, he then yells for Superman. Superman comes over, helps him split them apart. Uh, they do it. The boxes drop down there. And that's when uh, everybody's like, oh. And like, they're all watching through the boom tube. Oh. And then Steppenwolf is like, oh. And then Aquaman's like, yeah. And just stabs him in the back. And he's like, oh, yeah. no. And he lifts him up. And the Superman's like, fuck you. And punches him. And then Wonder Woman's like, here we fucking go. And chops this motherfucker's head off. <laughs> As his body tumbles into the tube. Goes into the tube. Lands in the apocalypse throne room. Slides up. Darkseid stomps on his head to stop his head. And, and then breaks they, the they, other horn off. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. They all fucking look at Darkseid. Darkseid looks at all of them, and then yeah, boom, they close the they close the fucking tube. Um, and when it's done, Desad, of course, being the little bitch he is, like I fucking told you, uh, Master, he'd fucking fail. And he's like, now that the mother boxes are destroyed, he's like, the mother boxes are destroyed. He says, how will you retrieve uh, the uh, anti-life equation? And Darkseid is like, yes, you did fucking tell me that. Thank you very much. This is the dangerous fucking thing to tell me. I don't know why you'd say this right now in this moment. And he's like, ready the armada. We'll use the old ways. Uh, of course, meaning that now the, the mother boxes are not there. He can't, he has no tether to boom tube there. So instead, they will climb in their giant spaceships and crawl the galaxy until they get to where they're going, which is I, exciting. I, I want to say Barry Allen's, or, or Ezra Bridger, rather. Bridger, did I say? No, that's the Star Wars Miller. character. Yes. Ezra Miller. Um, Ezra Miller's, despite his, despite his line delivery and despite the writing in a lot of that moment, in a lot of that, that sequence, I thought it was still really awesome, and I thought the music yeah. was fantastic and built up great. And it, it reminded me of that sort of emotional Guardians of the Galaxy type thing where there's just a flood of emotions I'm feeling, and the music is kind of amplifying all of that. And then Ezra Miller's kind of saying some silly shit, and I'm just like, oh, I don't love this. I kind of wish it was a little bit better. Like, I don't love the acting here, and the writing's not super great. But I'm immediately brought back in because all the moment is super emotional and awesome. And also, I don't need to see fucking Superman and Cyborg's flesh being put back together. Nah, man, that's gross, dude. Like, this, 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 this moment, dude. This moment is magical. This moment's magical and heroic, and I don't need to see bone turned to tendon, turned to muscle, turned to skin. Like, ah, uh, fucking, it kind of. It's, it's gross. Cool. You're crazy. It's gross. Nah, I don't need to see that. It's gross. 
Uh, then we get, of course, our hero shot, the Justice League, finally united, standing there in Chernobyl, looking down on a world they've saved, everybody smiling, everybody happy, word of the Justice League, huzzah. Black. Epilogue. And they have a fist bump with that coincides with a little a music beat of like, boom. Did you like that? That's really cool. That's cool. Black screen, epilogue. A father twice over. Uh, this is uh, Victor back in the apartment, back in his sweatsuit because he's embarrassed. I'm a cyborg, but I don't like being a cyborg. And so he sees the smashed-up tape recorder. He uses his cyborg powers of telekinesis to reassemble it uh, and then hits player, right? And, it, and it's, uh, the, we pick up with uh, Silas talking to him and t- picking up again as a father. Ah, your father twice over, of course. I brought you into the world once and I brought you back to the world. Uh, you know, just giving him a pep talk or whatever and telling him how great he is and how proud of him he is. And he smiles and he's like, you know. You got to go be one of the heroes now. You got to go. You have a bigger place in this world, kind of thing. You got to step up to the plate. While this is happening, we get to bop around and see what's happening with the rest of the Justice League and the people we were introduced to in the film. Um, we go to Star Labs where Ryan Cho is. Uh, this is his real or Choi is his real uh, introduction. Where they're like, uh, "You're the boss. Of, you're the boss now, boss, and you're in charge of the ship." Nanotechnology. He's like, "Yeah, that's my thing." And like, "Oh man, I'm gonna be that. I'm Nito." Um, uh, for Aquaman. Aquaman is on the shore talking to uh, the Green Goblin and Mara, and he's like, yeah, we did it, and they like, do that, like, bro, Atlantean Green Goblin handshake thing, and he's it's like, all right, cool. Hair, man. It is insane. Defoe? Boko, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good and he's like, I gotta, go, I gotta go see my dad, and winks at the camera, because that's gonna be Aquaman. It's gonna be a much brighter, happier movie. Uh, then Bruce is at the uh, uh, his manor, and this is the whole thing. Like, well, I have a giant fucking table, Alfred. Seven chairs, and uh, Diana's there. She's like, but room for more? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we're gonna fucking make it. This. I think we got a hall of justice. Every, all these fucking heroes are gonna be chilling in my place now. This is cool. Get some pizza rolls, Alfred. <laughs> I was like, exactly. Um, uh, Barry goes back to the crime lab. He's like, I got a shitty job in a crime lab. I'm sorry, he goes back to the, the, the penitentiary. <laughs> you know what I mean? I got a shitty job. He's like, this is a real job. Yo, my boy got a job. And everybody's like, what's your fucking problem? You know what I mean? You told him to Bro, leave you alone and give up awesome. his dream. We're all still in prison. Yeah. <laughs> For a while. Chill, man. And then For your a... fucking son's a narc. You know what I mean? <laughs> For a while, I thought his... For a while, I thought his dad was, like, sarcastically cheering. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's <laughs> Fucking oh, good for you, Barry. Like, I thought it was I'm like, in jail. Like, I didn't kill your mom. <laughs> Figure it out. You got rich friends now. Can you vibrate through the wall and get me out of here? Uh, wait, you can go back in time? Go back in time and save your mom. That'll be the whole fucking problem we have in the next movie for Blast. Uh, Bruce, then, uh, we get the thing with the Smallville house, uh, Martha's house. They're moving her back in. Uh, you know, fuck about having a nice little apartment by the job, Martha. You got to live in this giant house and fucking sit here and be sad all the time because Jonathan herself lives by herself in this giant house. You were living in town before. We had lots of life. But, we'll but her and Lois are being all cute going in and the, this is the thing of like, how'd you get the house back? Uh, I bought the bank. Uh, and then congratulations, uh, meaning that she's pregnant. Uh, or at least that's how we all interpret it and how, you know, the movies were supposed to play out from what we understand. Um, and it ends with, you know what? Cyborg's like standing at his mom and dad's grave and he's like, the tape ends and he's like, you know what? I am pretty cool being a robot. He just gets all naked and shimmies out of his sweatpants. No. No. No, he's like, I'll leave this trash here because I'm shedding this thing, and I'm cyborg. Booyah. <laughs> he doesn't say it, but he does. Booyah. Everybody fucking thinks it. You know you know you're thinking it. He gets up there, Beast Boy pops out, Teen Titans go. Great cartoon. Uh, he flies away. Um, Then it's a bunch of quick stuff. Um, what the, the fuck, jail sequence. 
Yeah, no, no, we're not there yet. There's still more in this montage. Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman's got the arrow. She's looking longingly at Themyscira. Batman's on his bat tank from Dark Knight. He's looking at... Uh, Commissioner Gordon flipped on the signal. He's looking at the signal. Uh, Barry's just running, and he's super fucking happy to be running. Uh, and then With Superman... Batman. Like, why the fuck was he in a tank? Is he in Gotham still? He's ready for anything he... now. Ready for anything now. A tank? In the middle of a city? That seems like a bad hey, dark call, side's coming. Right? Dark side's coming at some point. Dark side's coming at some point. All right. Just sit, sit and wait. <laughs> You gotta yeah. be ready. Gotta yeah, get ready. Uh, and then, yeah, we get the boom We get the Superman uh, moment from Justice League. Uh, that's very classic Superman of him in like the three piece suit with the trench coat on or whatever. I guess not three piece, but the suit and the trench coat on. And then yeah, here's something. Takes off the glasses, puts his head down, and runs into the alleyway. Rips open his shirt, and it's not the red and uh, blue back. It is in fact him still wearing the black one with the silver S on it. What that do for you? Oh, it's a oh, I didn't think it was black. I thought it was like a different blue color scheme. I thought it was just like a brand new sort of thing. It looked uh, it looked a lot cooler than What did what did it do for me? It did not do what it did for me in the Whedon cut. As you know, again, I don't like that movie, but I always talk about that first 15 minutes is where I would have started the DCEU of the uh, truth or uh, justice. I'm a big fan of justice. I'm also a big fan of truth. And it's all fucking fun, and they split apart the boxes, and you're like, I wish I was dead, and they laugh like they're old friends, which, of course, they aren't, and this is the forced moment in a bad film. But then, like, I, I remember, you, I've talked about it, obviously, on the show before, of him running and doing it and having the red emblem uh, on the yellow with the blue, and I fucking love that. This one... I still love, but it doesn't give me chills like it did before. I think it narratively makes sense for what they're doing. I think it's an interesting move that he wasn't going to go back to the blues in Snyder's, that he was going to stay in the black with the silver, as we saw. Cause I, you know, when uh, they get the vision of Darkseid putting his hand on him, I was like, oh, this is just, you know, based at the time of a, a vision of what could be. But you see it here. Oh, he was going to keep that suit. That was what he was going to do. Very interesting. I would have liked to have seen I, – I, I assume – the end, end, end of all of this would have seen him go back to the red and blue, right, and be that kind of Superman. But either way, still a cool moment. I still like him doing it and running and yanking it, and yanking it open or whatever. Um, however, then uh, then is the Lex scene. Then we get the, again, extended Lex scene of Arkham where everybody comes out of their cells, but Lex doesn't. The guard goes in there, spins him around. It's not Lex. It's some other bald dude. <gasps> And then we get, you know, a shot of a yacht and a boat coming up to the yacht, and then the boat is Deathstroke, and uh, they get out of there, and they come up there, and Luther's there, again, looking very much like the Luther you would you would have thought they would have started, bald in a fucking dope-ass suit, uh, baller-ass yacht, champagne there, right? And uh, Deathstroke comes up. And uh, he takes off his mask. It's Joe Magalo, blah, 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 blah. And he's, so he's, he's the guy. He was the werewolf on True Blood. It's that guy. He's that guy. Joe Magalolo. Award-winning. Rank those abs winner. Yeah. yeah. Award-winning. Yeah. times in a row. You missed it, Greg. Well, well we can go back and do um, Magic Mike, Magic Mike series if you want, Greg. We'll do it again for you. I mean, I can watch him. I don't have to. I mean, Joe Manganiello's goatee looks just, like, so crispy and crunchy. Mm-hmm. Peanut buttery butterfinger, like <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it looks like each hair follicle is at least a centimeter thick. I don't know what it is and what they did to like dye it, but but it just looks ridiculous. It looks a little too much. Um, I love so, Jesse yeah. Eisenberg's uh, Lex Luthor. It, it's dumb and doesn't work most of the time, but I still love it. Works here, right? It I think it works here. Like I, I think, think it works because it's a little, it, it works in the sense of like he seems like Lex Luthor, but he just has too much information. And like, who the fuck is Deathstroke? Like, why are we adding more shit to this movie with characters? Like, I oh, get that yeah. it's the end, and it's like, oh, we got to set up the next one, but like, that's not what a movie should be all the time. Sometimes, sure, but it's sure. like 
even those teases should be built up a little bit more. Like at least with the the Adam dude, we saw him earlier in the movie. They kind of like had moments that showed him doing those things, and like we saw Lex for a second earlier, but. Uh, but also, like, uh, Jesse Eisenberg, Jesse, let's sit down, Jesse, real quick. Like, you're hiring an assassin, and we just saw them take down an alien force. Uh, let's yeah, think bigger, just, Jesse. Let's yeah. think bigger. You know? Well, you already tried that, Andy. And you had a half Kryptonian. Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere in the middle. <laughs> now, real quick, do maybe Clayface? Can we get Clayface in here? <laughs> Keep in mind, Jesse's information came from Steppy, though, with the mother boxes and stuff. There might have been a promise that I'd eradicate uh, the heroes that were troubling you, and you can help rule Earth or whatever. We'd get what we want, and you'd still have your thing. So it could have been a lie. They've shown him great power and given him great knowledge, right? Because that was his thing when he showed up in BBS, and he was like, Show me everything. Or, you know, exactly I would love that the mother boxes are like, we told him to get a, just a regular human to take on Batman and Superman. It's fucking like stupid, dude. And then the guy showed up <laughs> in full costume. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the costume for no reason. He came up on a little speedboat. They made, him, they made him ride it. If that guy falls into the ocean, he's dying. He can't swim in that costume. <laughs> uh, and he tells him, in fact, that uh, Bruce Wayne's Batman. Uh, and then uh, Joe Magnoliolo has a bunch of she's ashing champagne because he's like you know what let's celebrate after all and then boom it's nightmare part 20 years gentlemen uh we have parademons in the orange sky flying around all hell's breaking loose it looks like they fly off though and they're like we're clear and batman stands up and then cyborg shows up and deathstroke's there and mara's there and then flash is there in the outfit from or a very similar outfit to the one he ran back in time with uh for batman v superman in the nightmare sequence there in fact some would even argue probably just the same cg model because he does not look good and does not get featured heavily in this probably the same thing there that it was because it even does like the same opening thing from Batman v Superman, but I could but totally like, be wrong. Man, about we that. could like deep fake technology can. It's so good. Make stuff look better than what Ezra Miller is. could have zoomed into this call and like we you could know, have they could put have a, figured it out. We could have put a <laughs> fake mustache on Ezra Miller. What? I don't get it. <laughs> and the final person, of course, dot dot dot. The Joker is there, who's not and, in there. And Mara is talking and, about how much she fucking hates and, Superman and how much she hates everything that's going on. He killed Arthur, and we're gonna get him. And Batman says something. She's like, "What would you know about losing a loved one?" And Batman kind of clams up about it, and that's when Joker intervenes. I'm like, "Oh, he know a lot. He know a lot about it." Yeah, my father. And he's like, "Choose your next words very carefully." And he's like, "An adoptive son." And Batman comes over there, and him and Joker just fucking jaw at each other. And I fucking love it. I'll Give me an entire fucking movie of these two just yelling at each just talking to each other. You know what I mean? And they're going back and forth about Jason Todd or whatever. Robin is dead. We're not 100% sure. Uh, or I'm not, at least. Maybe it has been in some other millions of interviews that I've seen. Yes, Andy. They also didn't, I, like, I'm kind of just watching it right now, and just to make sure that I didn't miss listen to anything, because I always do. But this whole time, I didn't know that they were talking about Superman until we see Superman come down. Because they just keep saying, let the bastard come. I'll fucking kill the, the bastard. I'm going to yeah. kill this man, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So I, to me as a viewer who doesn't know that, I assume they're talking about Darkseid. So, I assume so. they're talking sure. about any other bad I think guy. they so, might want you to. I think that, yeah, you know, if you so don't that, that reveal is, is that pretty cool for me, yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, there's uh, the ups and downs of this conversation, I think, are as usual. Right? I, I really dig it. I enjoy the fading in and out of focus, the punching of it, of, you know, like, 
why send a man or why send a boy wonder to do a man's job and them going like that and then but then it's like the weird thing of like you want to kill me who's going to give you a reach around and like go, feel free to go back and watch that who's going to give you a reach around they hang on Batman's reaction even he's like thinking about it he's like fuck you're making you're making a good point who will give you a reach around what you need to do is go back and watch yeah Ben Affleck's reaction because it's not that he really hangs there he <laughs> he just kind of falls asleep for a second. No, he like adjusts himself uh, in his suit without the suit moving. Like uh, only his face moves in the suit, and it's just such a weird fucking moment. Like I, I saw you tweet that you loved this, Greg. I, I just like. Oh, uh, I know I'm in the minority. I know I'm in the minority. You're all I, free to tear it apart. I, I loved seeing Batman and Joker talk finally on a screen. On screen, I love the idea that they're finally talking about the. Jokes on you, Batman, ha, 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 thing in the fucking Batcave. Uh, I like the performance of Jared Leto here as Joker. Uh, I, you know, I think the Suicide Squad uh, was a whole different story or whatever, but for everything that happens here, I really enjoy I enjoy the flourish with the card. I enjoy the idea of this truce, Bruce. Whenever you want to talk about it, you can tear it in half, and we'll discuss why a boy wonder was sent to do a man's job. Uh, and it's layering in the same thing that we talked about way earlier, right, of, like, uh, he, you know, this is Lois's, Lois's death is what kicks this all off, right? Uh, you created this by letting her die. Uh, how many timelines, or how many alternate timelines are there where, you know, you still are so stupid you don't save yourself, or you don't, uh, you know, give yourself up, let yourself die to save her to not let this happen kind of thing. And then, uh, you know, the card and the truth and then the, you know, I, I, and granted, it's like fucking Ben Affleck from a Kevin Smith movie, which I dig, but like the whole, like, when I kill you, and I fucking will kill you, right? Blah, blah, blah. And he does the whole uh, yeah. thing of like, it, it, and it's funny when you, because uh, it reminds me so much, especially for us as the interview crew, it reminds Shannon. me so much of like a hold in moment, a hold in moment yelling at Banky, or yeah, even a Shannon moment, I guess, from Mallrats yelling at uh, uh, Jason Lee there, Brody. Uh, but here, uh, there's that, and then it's the, yeah, the, you know, it's funny you mentioned somebody dying in, how many people are going to die in my arms, because when Harley Quinn was dying in my arms, bleeding out of my arms, maybe, uh, you know, she begged me that when I kill you, and I fucking will kill you, uh, to do it slowly, and I plan to make good on that promise, and then he takes the card, and that's then, obviously, when he's here, and the Superman comes down, and everybody's like, whenever he gets ready, and Joker just laughs, and then Bruce wakes up, I do want to deconstruct this scene, because I've said my piece, I really enjoy it, you're all free to take it out back and beat it to death now. I mean, it's not even so much that is like because it's weird i enjoyed this scene a lot and it's not good at all it's i think (laughs) really really bad actually but it's different and fucking it's an exciting look at what these superheroes can be in a way we've never seen them before at least i've never seen them before and that's kind of my problem with so much of this is i'd rather have seen this story like let us see this i understand oh that's what the next one would be it's like well i didn't really like what this one was like what they you could have just not done this. Speed up a lot of the process to get to these cool parts because you already set up the Flash coming back and Batman v Superman. Like, let's just get into the story. You can work backwards because it's a parallel timeline. Like, we, we can start this movie with them all as the league. We don't need to see the league form. If you're going to jump to making the league this quickly with only three movies, just have them be the league, and then we can work backwards and be like, okay, this is how they got there because that's totally cool. That's stuff's interesting. I mean, they're doing it somewhat with like, oh shit, Joker's here. Which is random as fuck, really, for Snyder, you know, like the, the Snyderverse. It's like the, this Jared Leto Joker we've only seen in Suicide Squad, which ties into this stuff, but like loosely, you know? And I just think that it's confusing, and especially coming after the movie we just watched, it's just like, you really just had to have some little extra moments of taking your vision to that next step. And I love that it ends with Bruce waking up and Martian Manhunt showing up, and it's like, Okay, why not? But 
Uh, real quick, the Joker card, was that this, like, that card looked very similar to the card that was in Dark Knight, right? Or I think it also looks similar to the Joker card that uh, blew in the wind uh, in that teaser thing they put out about the nightmare scene. Which which is in the Cyborg Vision thing. Yeah, but Superman's there now and a green and a dead green is there. But it's cut in half. Oh neat. I didn't know that. Thank you, Tim. But like I was just trying to think that through and like I can't think of a reason that that actually adds up and makes sense because that like that would be that's a whole movie that I don't that they didn't make. I don't know. That, but that the, could it, be interesting. The events that Cyborg saw would have happened before uh this nightmare dream that we see, right? Because well, no, you th- I mean, because if, if we really want to get fucking dorky about this nightmare scene, we do. I'm, I do. tear the card in half and I'll get fucking dorky about it, right? They it. get out of this. They get out of this. They might not all get out of this, but Batman gets out of this because the BVS nightmare scene is him getting captured and murdered. So either these are just possible futures or for sure they go to war with Superman and they have some ace up their sleeve that gets them out of this. Maybe, you know, and Batman gets away. But what I'm saying is that the cyborg dream, in it, mm-hmm. he sees Aquaman get, like, stabbed and someone else get, pulled, like, you Wonder know, the Omega Beam dead. Yeah, dark side. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's probably what they were talking about, right? When they're like, oh. I mean, yeah, it's dark side Joker, Joker, Joker says there's, a, like, Batman fucked us up a whole bunch. So the Batman versus Superman one could just be a different timeline. Yeah, he mentioned how many other timelines have you. Yeah, have how the fuck does Joker know that? That's my thing is with all the – I don't know if there is an actual timeline thing. I think that could be as simple as you and me being like – we're bullshitting around about like what if we didn't leave IGN in an alternate timeline? I don't – I think it could also just be – the plan is to go back and alter time. So like they would know that that's – there are alternate timelines, but I don't I – don't, I don't well, read that's the thing. There are multiple timelines. We know that because that's the whole thing with this and with Flash going back and Flash doing the things he's been doing is fucking it all up, creating different timelines. So, Kevin, I sent an image to you. But to them, this is their first time doing it. They don't know they've done it a million times. I mean, they know that there'd be, there's an. I mean, Joker straight up says that. So it's like. He but does. he's a Joker. So you can, but again, like, I mean, that's, then we're just talking about the possibility of alternate timelines. I don't think that. Ah, whatever. <laughs> we don't have to be, go over and over again. I'm sorry. I mean, I to me, this is the point of this is like trying to actually make sense of what we just watched because it doesn't make sense. I mean, I think that I, you're I, thinking I, of I don't an ex- MCU ooh. explanation. I'm not. I mean, you are. Like, we don't, like, perhaps them going back in time changes the timeline that are on. And uh, Joker is just talking about, like, multiverse stuff. Perhaps. You know what I mean? Like, But, but assuming the opposite is just as true as assuming what, what I'm saying. Because they, they they haven't defined how time works. Because what we've seen is in this movie That's they true. went back in time and that affected their reality. In the MCU that wouldn't work. If you go back in time, you would be in a new reality, right? Branches off. And then you'd have to use the watch to resync to the original reality. Oh, uh, that's not where the changes go. go. <laughs> yeah, no, you get what I'm saying? You into this? But yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, saying. Like, in this, okay, in this who cares if they're actual parallel timelines or if it's just one timeline with a bunch of different changes that keep going back and forth and rewriting over each other? The Batman scene from Batman v Superman could have been rewritten over and not been the same timeline we see at the end of this. I, I mean, I just don't know why we would assume that. Like, shouldn't we assume that it's the same timeline? 
that leads into this? Well, just because Joker literally said, like, how many times did you fail? And that's one where he fails. What I didn't like is that we didn't get to see Superman race flash. <laughs> uh, Bruce wakes up from his nightmare, and as we already said, he comes outside, Martian Manhunter's there, being like, you know what? I'll finally fucking do something. I've been around. I saw Zod come to town. I was like, I'll still be Swanwick. I saw you fucking Superman lose faith in everything and leave, and, and fucking Lex Luthor try to make you guys kill each other. I'll stay on the fucking sidelines. I saw Doomsday. I saw them launch nukes and kill Superman, and I was still like, mm. I'm going to stay here with Colonel Ferris and not go out there. I hate this because, like, Bruce Wayne just being like, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he like, was so weird. Around, I guess. He was Has like a no different idea. character. It would have made sense if he walked back in and be like, we got the Manhunter, Alfred, or something like, maybe if he knew about him beforehand, but acted like he didn't know, acted a little coy with him. But he's just like, this green man comes floating down, and he's like, cool, yeah, you can join the team. Like, and like, he's so trusting right off the bat. It makes no sense. Like, yeah, at this point, yeah, man, he trusts everyone. Shit, man. He trusts everyone because, hey, we have Superman. That's our trump card. No one can stop him. You, you know? Like, I'm not scared anymore. Doomsday come. We'll get him. This this Martian man, he's bad. Doomsday nah. come. We want to go home. Also, this is clearly a reshoot because Ben Affleck looked like the thinnest and... Yeah, Most he was he's he been. was not the same Ben Affleck. And and but in some of the moments, I did I wanted to cut this out because it's a little harder to tell here. But in the movement and anim like I want my mind wants to say animation because some of it looks fake, and I don't know what's weird about it. But it might be the lighting. But when he's kind of talking to the camera in those moments, it looks really weird and off. And I thought some of it might have been fake, but. I think it's just maybe the lighting that they're using. It 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 reminds me of the the PlayStation conference where everybody thought people were C, was CG on screen. Yeah, please, was that, nothing came from that. I'm shocked. <laughs> Dude, bring that up again, guys. That hell looks like Nolan North. It's weird. Oh yeah, you're kind of right. Really weird. And Batman says, or Bruce Wayne says, "I'll see you around," or "I see you around," I guess, or whatever, something something like that. It, but and, like he acted uh, weird, right? Like he he was acting really odd. Of like, yeah. Come hang out. Be part of the team. We do barbecues every Friday. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah. And, then, and then Wonder was like, did you find a fucking barbecue? I, don't, I, I freaked. I don't know. I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I got nervous. He's I invited him to barbecue. Remember the last time we brought him here? I know, but it made it's a tacked on thing, and it's a weird, I think it's a tacked on weird thing, and it's definitely, uh, what's your name? He's like, I've gone by many names. Yada, yada, yada. Talk, 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 talk. Uh, and to answer your question, some people call me the Martian Manhunter. And I'm a fan, and I'm just like, when you say your name's John Jones, like, why, why yeah, would you John say that? Like, you know what I mean? It's like yeah. me showing up and being like, some people call me CEO of Kind of Funny, and I fly away. <laughs> you have a fucking name? That's your title. I don't know. What <laughs> That's like saying weird. some people call me Game Over Greg. And we're like, well, what do, what do people in real life call you? Oh, just Greg. Yeah. Oh, yeah, just Greg. Another black screen and the words for Autumn. Of course, uh, this was, you know, dedicated to Zach's daughter, Autumn, who uh, took her own life uh, when they were making it the first time around. Uh, and, of course, then uh, Hallelujah plays. It's sang by Allison Crow. Uh, it's a friend of the family who sang it during her Autumn's funeral as well. So, of course, worth pointing out that if you ever need help, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. And that's Zack Snyder's The Justice League. Andy, hit me with a little hack to review. 
Give me like two seconds. I'm I'm gonna give you both up, Andy. I'm almost one second. Uh, Give me five hours of life. If you're not poetic, no need to fret. Haikus don't need to rhyme. Haiku in review. Haiku in review. Now stop. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny to write your review in haiku form, just like Ignacio Rojas did, who says, More word music, more plot, more scenes, more word dialogue. Not better, just more. Cameron Kennedy says, Somehow coherent, not bad enough to amuse. It just felt joyless. Zade Wilson says, And there came a day, much unlike any other, when Earth's mightiest became united against a common threat in a league of their own. By Bruce, they were led. Clark, back from the dead. <laughs> Diana, she went for the head. Uh-huh. There we go. Nice. Uh, Samuel Griffin says, a better cut, but Snyder wastes a lot of time. Icelandic singing? <laughs> and then... <laughs> Not on my dime. <laughs> Miscellaneous, of course, coming in with the plot in review. Motherbox montage. Batman visits Aqua Lodge. Forming entourage. Mm. Steppenwolf invades. Amazons show up in spades. Not enough. They're blades. Now here comes the blur. Saves a girl. Gets weird with her. Start on Monday? <laughs> sure. Super life renewed. But his memories elude. Steppy got the cube. <laughs> Team formed. They attack until the league starts to crack. Superman's theft. Time. Barry must mend. Against Darkseid, they defend. Fuck the rest. The end. <laughs> and there we go. Good. There it is. Ragu Bagu, baby. Ragu. Bagu. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Rag Guys Talk Bad Guys, the podcast within a podcast where 